That's a classic song too. It's a good one. That was an anthem for Canada for a while. Well, that's like seventy percent of men. That's their story is laying pipe to to satisfy satisfy that woman. (laughs) And it's an innuendo too. It's brilliant. (laughs) Um, Okay, I don't know what volume we'll have on this. We'll set it up. So, I'm Joey, and I'm here with who's who am I here with? I'm Matthew. You've, you've been a guest on the podcast before. Previously, you've been a yeah. character. You've been a guest on just the one podcast that was in two parts and it was five hours. Yeah, the one that everybody probably just didn't even bother finishing. There was people that probably listened to all that. Us. He's he's also known as Matt R. Because Matt is a very common name, people like to take the last the, the first letter of their last name and add it to Matt to to uh, differentiate it from the <laughs> other Matts that exist in the scene. So. We have a Matt G, and oh yeah, there's Matt a Matt R. This is Matt Matt O. This is Matt R. Matt A. Um, I'm Joey we M. And we're with Todd. Yeah, Matt R. Todd Mac. I prefer Todd Mac. Todd Mac. It's got a hip hop flavor. Joey yeah. M C. It's not as hip hop. Joey, Joey M C is pretty good. Joey, Everyone Joey by MC? Hotmail account. Did you think? There's well, people I knew that it was Joey Mick. There's people who don't know my last name and they thought that it was like an old Hotmail address that I was an MC, like Joey the MC yeah. at Hotmail. With like a dope a number thing. after it too. Like 19, like, oh, what's that mean? Like, fuck. Ta- the amount of beers that I drank one night. Like, I do you have like, a hot- <laughs> What do you have for your email address now? Oh, it's actually, it was really funny. Um, my friends, I listened to a lot of indie music growing up, so I just had an email called independently underscore produced. That's a good one, though. But it just, yeah. But, like, do you think it's tacky to have a Hotmail still? Because I think Taylor posted that. Is it tacky to have a Hotmail still? Why, because Gmail and everything? Yeah, hotmail's I don't just know, got like, Hotmail's, up. yeah. I mean, it's a Microsoft product. I still just use my Hotmail. I haven't had any I problems. I got I'm not going to do the I switch. Think. Yeah, I've never been hacked. I never have problems. Actually, I, I use Gmail, and I actually prefer Hotmail. Why? The user interface, I just find it to be more intuitive. Yeah. Maybe it's just that I'm more used to it. But I find Gmail a little bit confusing. And I've, I've, I'm also, I use a, a bunch of different email clients, and my favorite is actually Hotmail. Yeah. That's so weird. I find it the easiest to use. Another thing is I don't want to have to go through all like my usernames. Oh, um, like yeah. you know, like YouTube yeah, yeah. or like yeah, Facebook. it's a lot of work. So you just switch over. I just have. I'm gonna leave it as a Hotmail account. That's right. I guess I'm not sending anybody a bunch of spam emails because I don't click on anything ridiculous. So I still fucking get high five notifications. High five. <laughs> what was that? 
It was like before Facebook and MySpace. Do you remember High Five? Oh, I was yeah, never yeah, on yeah, High yeah, Five. Yeah, yeah. I know I, you and Dana. I think we're on High sucks. Five. We always talk about. Wasn't it like a dating? Like no, teen, that was Teen Matchmaker. Teen Matchmaker. Teen Matchmaker. High Five was like the. And the we were never successful. That sounds greasy. At all. <laughs> teen Matchmaker. That was a real site, and it was for teenagers to make matches. To hook up. No, but nothing ever happened. But we'd be. Well, like, you didn't make it. We'd happen. be on MSN. We'd be like, look at this girl. <laughs> 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 okay, so we switch this. I'll put this right here, just in case for Sweet. shock absorption. Well, so, um, actually, we'll tell them the setting that we're in. We're in my mine and my girlfriend's room, but it actually, my room is the computer room. Like I sleep in this room, but it's a full-on girly room that we're yeah. gonna be watching the shock video. This really you feels just come like a in girl's here room for, for actually going to bed. Oh uh, yeah, like yeah. I don't do like she'll hang out here and watch TV and like read books and stuff but I usually hang out like I don't hang I almost, out in this room I almost like that it, I prefer being in this like sleeping in a place that's like this it's I comforting. like that the room is like really a girl's room because like it would like bring you back to the days where you like went over to the girl's house and <laughs> yeah. you like got with the girl in her girly room it's like better than like when it's your room yeah like, it's got that nostalgic value like, it's good yeah and then you always it's woke sm- up in the morning like, it like always smells good. good. Smells yeah. nice. There's lots of colors. Lots of pink and glittery. Th- yeah, and like I made yeah. that card right there. Oh, that's nice. Good work. Yeah, the girls like stuff like that. I know it's true. We were, ta- we were talking about that. Yeah, I was saying that you could buy like expensive gifts, but if you make like a really nice handmade card, it counts for quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. It's like one of the better parts. Of yeah, because you put time into it. So easy too. You made it yourself. You didn't just walk it is into so a store easy to and make put down like a nice little creative card. Yep. Yep. Well, because if you do anything, pretty much, instead of just buying an already pre-made card, if you were to do anything besides a pre-made card, they're going to be pretty happy that you actually put some yeah. thought and effort into it. And it's good to have them happy, there's as opposed a, to not happy. There's like a collection It's of good stuff. just not to get any fucking complaints after Christmas. <laughs> All that if you don't get any fucking complaints, then you did your job. <laughs> That's really what it's about. It's about doing something that is going to avoid complaints. Do you because think Carly's going to complain? No, I think she's going to be happy. You know, I think I did a good job this year. <laughs> <laughs> and if she complains... But when you saw oh. it in the store today, it was so funny. And it it's is like, funny. Boom, that we was can't it. reveal the present, but it's good. Boom, that was well, it. Well, this isn't going to go up until after Christmas anyway. So just... Right? Let, that's true, that's true. Let's just yeah. say it, what you got. Okay, so I got her a telescope. And <laughs> you some, got your wife a telescope. I got my wife a telescope and Does some fun like dips and some nerds. Does she, like- Does she like stars? If, if tell me a person in the world who doesn't like stars. I like stars, Todd. And but I'll I'm show not you some look who- at them with my <laughs> telescope. I'm not gonna be like, fuck! I got a telescope now. I can look at these stars that I love so much. Like it's not. Okay, this podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's watch. Wait, this. wait, wait! <laughs> I'm worried about this. Only has one bar on it. Oh God! So I'll probably have to switch the batteries before we start the video. Okay, so that'll be the introduction. You can pause it, right? Okay. And then switch Well, no, the I can pause it. I, I'll have to stop it, switch the batteries. There'll be two files. I'll just put the files together okay. in a file program where you put files oh, together. Nice. Whoa. Wow, you can do that. So we have a special treat for you. We're going to watch the shock video, and we're going to talk while wow. we watch the talk. Because I've already video. I've watched this video a bunch of times. This will be Todd's second time, Matt R's first time. And do you watch rollerblading videos very often, Matt? Only when I see you. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I was inhaling so hard, and then every time that I would speak, Sterling was like, "What the fuck is wrong with your voice, man? 
and it was like Steve when he's really like when he, he just wakes up in the morning and his voice is lower oh, than yeah. anything and it was just like I just inhale and talk to him and my voice was just so low that was like right that was when they came to see you mm -hmm. at the skate park uh, I asked do you want to talk about that briefly before because I'm recording right now you can talk about that before we start the video like where what's going on with that I dislocated my elbow and broke my leg and I had surgery done on both and I've been skating for about 10 years and I've never broken anything before and that was probably the shittiest situation I've ever been in I mean I would have actually rather just broken my arm than dislocated my elbow because it fucking hurt so much and I guess it's it's supposed to be one of the most painful things that you can experience is dislocating your elbow because that's a pretty serious joint dislocating to pop out so, you, you just don't think that a pain like that is imaginable yeah. until it happens. And the thing is, is that when I knew, like, when I knew I was coming back into that quarter pipe, I knew, like, landing forward that, okay, I'm not going to be able to wash out like I was if I, when I was landing fake in and wash out. I landed in the quarter pipe at the very bottom, washed out, and I just, like, basically went into goalie stance for, like, when they're about to drop the butterfly. And I just, my leg, I thought, I, the thing that I was concerned about, I thought I actually tore my like my knee apart because my knee touched down like that like it went down to the ground touched completely and that's when I knew something was wrong and then I also had my arm down and that's when I dislocated my elbow and as soon as it happened I knew right away I was like I fucked myself up calling an ambulance and oh god that was Do that you was 20 that was 22 days ago and for the people who don't know what were you like it was the first day skating that new skate park. there's a brand new indoor skate park and it's not really the nicest thing ever but <laughs> for cam loops it's awesome it was pretty cool it's a nice idea for winter i mean it's got a nice mini pipe but yeah it was i did the trick three times and i got greedy and oh, it came back the worst and bit me extremely extremely hard do so. you so do you think about that moment a lot i actually thought that when i would like my first broken bone situation i thought i was gonna like flip out because you know you see people breaking their arms and then look at it and they're in constant shock and watching someone in shock is like almost as bad as fucking doing it to yourself that was crazy too and <laughs> when joy dislocated his finger but i was staring at you while my finger was yeah. crooked and then i just pulled it back in yeah quickly. it's just it was a weird thing but i think that i didn't go into shock at all i knew that i was in lots of pain and i just like I felt my arm and it was fucked. Like it was just completely broken and my bicep wasn't there. And it was more of a fact like, okay, this is a, this has happened. There's nothing I can do about it. Just stay calm. The ambulance will be here soon. But I thought I'd be like, you know, traumatized and like screaming, <laughs> hysterical. Yeah, but yeah. I wasn't, I was just like, as soon as it happened, I was just yelling like, hey, call an ambulance. Like it really is kind of a psychedelic experience to injure yourself. Cause yeah. it puts you in a completely different state than, oh, God. than you're used to. Yeah. Every, nothing is normal. Everything is just like, you don't really care about anything that you were stressed out about before. It's like, oh, this happened. Now yeah. this is my concern. Yeah, and it yeah. just shifts your focus on this new actual real problem. Cause you were like, stressed about all these fake problems and now hey oh i got a real problem yeah oh and it's fuck. it's almost calming it's yeah. like i wasn't I really by the time i got into the ambulance i was just like laughing because i like you know i was just i fucked myself up and i realized the situation i was in i was like well 
I'm not going to be walking for a while. I'm not going to be using my right arm for a while. There goes playing music. There goes work for five yeah. months because there's no way I'm going to be able to work with an arm like that. <laughs> and it was just like finally, you know, it kind of all just like sunk in. And I was just like, wow. Yeah, I did really good to myself today. Like, <laughs> what? What are you gonna do for your outlet? What's your main outlet right now? If you can't play music and skating wasn't like a huge one, skating you probably you it kind of it kind of died off. It's it's been dying off. Skating for, has been. Yeah, it does feel good though when I have when I don't do it for a long time. I, it's like and I get back out there and I do like say an old trick that I used to be able oh, to do. Oh yeah. It. I'm like that's when I get really into it. Yeah. But last summer was really good. But yeah, you were skating good. Yeah, I only skated with you a couple times. Oh, you you ate shit though that one the last time I skated with you. What did I do? I don't know. You just had one of those falls where you fell really hard on the the shorter let the smaller ledge, like maybe on yeah. a soil or something, like just where you slapped really hard. I'm I'm actually I'm really surprised that it took this long for you to get really fucked up yeah. because like you are such a big person, <laughs> and and like watching you do some of those skating tricks, a, a lot of times I was like, I was like. <gasps> Oh, he's oh, no, like and some of your falls, like you just look like you're just gonna fuck yourself up. Yeah. So on bad. roller news, uh, there was uh, so one person that said like your skating was the best part of our edits. Yep. That you were the best skater out of. They us. called you like, the fat kid. You're not. Fat, <laughs> you're just really big. But they said it's pretty pathetic that the fat kid's the best. <laughs> that was just like the most stereotypical like thing to say towards your guys' style of rollerblading, like, that's the only guy doing the real tricks. I think and look did, at him. You did an outspin royale. Oh, oh yeah, that's crazy. But that was, That's real shit, dog. But Matt's, uh, <laughs> your, your style requirements for your own tricks, like, when you do shit, it looks pretty damn good, like, all yeah, the time. Yeah, you've got good style. You've so, Your favorite skaters are the people that you use for inspiration your skating can't really look bad when you do stuff that's what i always think yeah like you were always like um it, it's weird in in every skate crew there's really consistent um types influences of influences and, and types of skaters like there's the the techie guys and there's always like the just the really solid stylish guy who might not do the most tech stuff but they've got like really good style and you were always that guy in your, in the crew like sterling was more technical but you could do like really solid stylish tricks like steve e yeah yeah steve e yeah you guys always used to compare me to him yeah but it's because we're both such big guys it's hard not to like look like each other when we're doing the same tricks pretty much that's true that but is true how much do you weigh uh i don't know what i weigh now last time i weighed myself was a long time ago but i just dropped like 20 pounds so i'm probably like 220. you've like, dropped weight wow. since the injury i've dropped weight since september Really? So when you injured yourself, you're saying you were 240. No, 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 no. Oh, I was saying in September, like I lost a lot of weight. Yeah. Since September. What? I was going to say, okay, so you went through, you don't have to specify, but you went through like a stressful time around September and up September till now. till now. And you, when you went through a stressful time, like Todd, I never noticed, but he'll say like, I, have you noticed me? Like, like you drop, like you drop weight, like yeah, you wither yeah, yeah. away. Yeah. What, what is, how does that happen? Is that like your own mind or you don't have an well, for appetite? Me, for me, I totally lose my appetite. Yeah? Yeah. Did you lose your appetite or like... Was that during the... Are we talking about the same things? Like well, surgery yeah, you, or well, the, like just the breakups? Like, you, guys have, <laughs> <laughs> you guys have just gone through similar things and like I... Well, I went through like... 
when I went through a breakup, I remember I lost my appetite. Well, it was like for a short amount of time or whatever, but I remember it's such a weird fucking emotional thing. Like I remember I couldn't eat for a little bit. It's just bizarre. No, I that, couldn't, like, I couldn't eat for like, and I was doing really, like I was drinking a lot and like I'd be hungover and I couldn't eat and I'd be at work and shit. Like I remember I like fucking had a little bit of salad and like a grape and then I was like, no, that's it. And that's all I had for like a few days. And I mean, I'm a big guy. Like I need to have calories. Oh yeah, you going. need to have a lot. So like instantly, like two weeks later, they're like, are you okay? Like you're losing like some weight. I can see it in your face. And I'm looking like shit. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. Like, like you look, you definitely look different yeah. than the last did time you, I saw you. Did you break up with your girlfriend? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is news to me. This is in September. Yeah. But it's just, it's now from that to... You know, there was other shit that happened, and then the injury, and then surgery. I said, but the reason why I want to continue to lose weight is because I was telling Todd this that, I mean, I'm not very mobile, and there's not much I can do. Yeah. So I don't want to just be sitting at home fucking eating Doritos and drinking beer every night. Yeah. Or every day. You can control your diet. Yeah, yeah. At least eat well. Yeah, that's all. And can you can't play? Can you play a little Um, bit? Like, you know, I was like a couple week, couple weeks ago. I shouldn't have been, but I was like playing guitar and it was killing. Just to have my arm hovered over a guitar like that hurts. That's weird, hey? I never really think about that stance. Like, you can. But. Right there, it hurts. Even just moving your fingers. No, my fingers are fine. Like, I can still, like. I'll probably be able to play with my band in like two more weeks, which is good. That is good. I'll probably just sit down and play, but. Were you guys done recording yet? No, we go back to finish vocals in January. Oh, for anybody who. I don't even know how many listeners, because apparently we went international this week, hey? Yeah, that's exciting. We got linked on. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. I have an empty can. Oh, uh, and for the record, we're all drinking a different kind of beer. Lots of different. We got Paps. Lots of cheap. Caribou, which is Canadian, right? Caribou? Yeah, I think so. And and Cat Piss. Wildcat, uh, nicknamed Kitty Piss here in Canada. It's like Molson with a kick. It's 6.1% alcohol. That's what Joey's drinking. Because wow. that made me think hardest. of two things. One, when I first discovered drinking beer, oh, my first drinking beer story. So good, I and I want to tell it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it'll take too long. That made me think of three things then. I know. You first of all, though, just... who, what? No, go ahead. What, stories? <laughs> mm-hmm. The way my brain works is yeah, like a rapid just, fire, yeah. man. Especially when you start drinking this. Oh, my God. But if anyone wants to check out your band, where can they find... Where can, where can they find your band? <laughs> <laughs> Just type in Van Damsel on your Facebook search. We'll have a website up Van Damsel. Van Damsel. Yeah. Like we're, Dam, um, like D-A-M-N? Yeah, like a damsel. Like a, a woman. I met... A damsel. A I'm, damsel in distress. Yeah. The Van, Van Danzel. Van, Van Damsel. Okay, if, if, the, Soul, if the listeners are as fucking confused as I am... V-A-N-D-A-M-S-E-L. Okay. So is it Fuck! All, is there a Van Damme like Duck reference? Off. It's just got a good name to it. Um, you know what we were thinking about that? It was like shit. We kind of just sound like you know Jean Claude Van Damme. So, but it was actually we took it from our like the three members in the band I was in a metal band with. Yeah. And our favorite bands was Dillinger Escape Plan. Yeah. And they have a song called Van Damsel. And it's our favorite song off one of their albums. Mm-hmm. So we just had it. There was a metal band that I filmed playing well no they're more like hardcore but tech techish i don't know the genres or whatever but it was jordan's band um that i made the music video for oh, jordan who jordan lowry he was in a band called thousand year plan and then he was in a band called uh shit 
can't even remember the name, but they had a song called Van, something about Van Damme. I remember. Really? That like they were all big fans of action movies and stuff. But I'm getting sidetracked. I met the dude who's in your band who works at Pronto with Corey, and he was oh, really Mark. cool. Oh, Mark. Yeah, he was a really cool dude. Yeah. He was nice. Mm-hmm. He was a little bit shy, but he is really. Yeah, cool. but that was like I kind of connected. He's just kind of kind of awkward a little bit, but. But I think those people. They are, all are. Those people yeah. are, are really smart. Usually mm. in my mind, those people Mark are like is, really, um, really smart. Is really smart. Things. Actually, I feel like such a weird person in that band because they're such well-educated people, and I'm just a fucking meat cutter. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, okay, like my my smarts comes with music, and they're all just like textbook, like so intelligent, and oh. they're like they'll get into the toxic like or they'll just you know converse about like psychology and like philosophy, and it's just like. I hate talking about philosophy because I just think it's <laughs> fucking just over like just over analyzing everything. That's so. good though. I think that they need they need someone like so it, you to maybe be like, yeah, okay, you guys. And I mean, they'll ask. Seriously. I'll get really sarcastic and they'll ask me some. I'll be like, I was like, buddy, aren't you the one that already spent thirty grand to know that question? Yeah, I think that's so <laughs> good. I think answer. in life, you need to have those people who can just call you on your shit. Like but if I your mean, personality is a specific thing or you're into something and you just need someone to remind you that it's not that important whatever it's just, you're it into doesn't, yeah, like, yeah, yeah it just doesn't excite me to be like in a conversation and hear these things and go like are you guys actually enjoying yourself is this like an actual conversation happening or are you guys just like trying to prove to each other how like pompous and smart you are like yeah yeah just like that's have a, a regular question. conversation that's a good know? question are you genuinely interested yeah. in this or are you just like like jerking off your ego right yeah. now and trying mm. to prove that you know more than the other person. Those are horrible conversations. Yeah. When it's That's a competition. Why I don't ever, yeah, I just don't ever get involved in that. It's just... Because yeah. when it comes to philosophy, we all have our experience and we have our opinion about what works and what this is all about. And it's all bullshit. Mm -hmm. All philosophy is bullshit. I love philo I'll philosophize for days and, and love it, but it's all bullshit. Because none of us know the right answers it's it's funny that people go to school for philosophy yeah, like, <laughs> like it's like astrology you're, you're studying like something that nobody has proven, answers yeah. for no but <laughs> seriously guys do you know what nietzsche would have said about what you guys are talking about i know about? that's what i was thinking the whole time <laughs> he would have sucked my dick <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nietzsche is my dick nietzsche is my fucking dick <laughs> do you guys ever talk about rollerblading on these podcasts <laughs> <laughs> eventually <laughs> Like little bits. Is there Dude. a thing where you can like see the amount of views or downloads? No. Is there? Lots. Is there really? <laughs> <laughs> really? No. Do you know this story about one of the podcasts? It's like Todd got really serious. I don't know who his guest was like. I would think. I would hope. In ten years' time, this podcast will have. A hundred listeners. <laughs> <laughs> right now, maybe we're at like 12, yeah. 13. Oh, yeah, that's right. If we I set it up going. wrong. I set it up wrong. You <laughs> set up like how many listeners there were and just like stretch it out. And it's like a thousand, five thousand, ten thousand. You were like a hundred. A hundred people think, will be no, listening to this. Maybe five hundred. I think you guys probably do okay. You guys have your nice little following in the rollerblading world. We don't know. It's just funny because I mean, look at this. where we're from. I know. Yeah. Well, and like, look at what you guys have done. It's so fucking like unexpected. Everybody was just like so down with you guys. 
No, not after not mushroom everyone. blading. <laughs> not after mushroom blading, but like, look at the impact that you guys actually did with like better than baseball. People were all about that. We both hate that video. Well, Why no, we don't hate, hate it. Video? We're shit talking it today. It's <laughs> so bloated. It's so it's un- too. It's yeah, too, it's un- too, un- it's so it's too much. Too much. It's too much. But I What's think too much there might be bands that make albums and hate them, and people really like them. I don't know. Yeah, there's lots. I think we both look back on that. I look back on that time of my life and it's like I put so much into that that I, it's depressing to think about my perception of life but it, I think that's just but you and, portrayed and, and it, it so it is, nicely through your it is true I through think your like you know there is good moments in that video but I do uh, Todd always he's very you're accurate when you say at the end like the celebration at the end it's like it's it's like emotional candy like you're being fed like like force fed or whatever but that's good maybe that's maybe I, more than anyone we can see the falseness in that video so yeah. maybe that's why we hate it so much is because we can see the lies we, we can see through the lies of better you guys just act better than like, baseball and all, say the dark, guys all the dark aspects of it whereas dark there's dark people will look there. at that video as like the the triumphant happy like oh it's so awesome to be a group of friends rollerblading and then we can see all the like negative shit that came out of that era and how we had these like false hopes and like oh editing that video was so depressing too like everything was falling apart when that video was finished like it was hard to actually enjoy skating after that video was done yeah that's so we were hanging out with mason all the time oh yeah Maybe we'll get him on the podcast one day. Podcast number 500 something. With Mason. I wonder, he might listen to that. I don't know. You For better honest. fucking hope he's not listening. He'll just come <laughs> Regardless, it's just weird that you guys look back at, I think, probably my proudest moment of you guys would be, like, that era. I mean, I know that you guys are probably saying, like, okay, so you were putting on a show for everybody, but that wasn't actually how you felt about things. But regardless, you guys made a product that was visually so fucking appealing and made everybody, like anybody that watched that video was entertained. You guys entertained. That's true. I think Todd's, we would both have probably different versions of that time of why we didn't like it. I think uh, mine was we we filmed it for so, we filmed it for so long and my goal was to make like a classic video and I remember I had just finally saw Hoax 2 again around that time mm. so I had like I would really thought about what it how how you make a classic video like what I liked about those videos and then it was just trying so hard to film for a rolling video and you like I didn't skate as much as you guys did but you Mason skated every fucking day at the skate park and like <laughs> yeah. our life our life was rollerblading and then for me what I think about is that I put so much into making a rollerblading video that and my parents tried to, or my dad and my sister tried to warn me about this. Well, but I think maybe good stuff, powerful stuff comes out of the idea of like putting everything into one project, but I don't believe in that anymore. And that's what's depressing when I look right. back for me is that it, maybe, I don't know. I it just, was too like, it was like vacuum brain. But that's maybe <laughs> why it's powerful for other people. Because I, I had, I don't know. But that's my well, just What's It just made, like, I mean, at that point in my life, I was super in and like, like he was saying about you and Mason, like, you guys were skating every day. Every, and that's you back could when, find like, you guys at that that's park. That's actually, yeah, that's day. when it actually Skating meant, really When hard. it meant the most to me was when I was skating, like, I needed to skate every day, you know? It wasn't like, well, 
fuck, I'm bored at home. I'll go rollerblade. Like, I wanted to go do it. Oh, and yeah. It was, like, something that I craved. And during that, like, that area or that time when you were filming for that video or when it was released was, like, I would say, like, my happiest moments in rollerblading. And then that That's video was, then. like, That's it was always so entertaining and, like, comforting to watch because it made it seem like so much fun. It's a I good... mean, even though that there was, like, you feel that some things were forced and that they weren't maybe completely genuine, but, I mean, I wouldn't look back at it and judge it like the way that you guys are viewing it it's a I mean, good video in the end but it's easy to not like if you were in it todd you can talk i just gotta see if i'm i wasn't recording just kidding <laughs> Yo, you can, can talk, watch talk, the shock video no talk like talk just, a little bit more about it about better then, than baseball? yeah yeah just talk a little bit about it i just think it was way too long oh that was another thing super <laughs> unfocused yeah super unfocused it could have but been, it didn't seem long i guess yeah, really? like, hmm. yeah. The, the thing I always I, I wasn't the thing concerned I always about the say. length because I was enjoying it the whole time. I was like, yeah. "Fuck, when is this over?" Like, I mean, this is good, but I want to get on with my day. I never thought of that. Like, if I was to sit down and watch that video, I wasn't gonna skip anything. I was just gonna start it and finish it. The DVDs are cursed too. Yeah, and yeah, the, DVD, the DVDs are <laughs> shit. They don't work. Yeah. Would you, you can see it online now. Would you ever want to? Like, if we had it, lots of expendable cash, would you re-release it in like a better? I don't see a point in re-releasing <laughs> a DVD. People can see it online. Yeah, Who it's called the internet, Todd, and you can go to a website called hey, Vimeo. You need to. There's probably like com. seven people out there that want a good DVD copy. <laughs> So we need to burn. Yeah, for those, we need to put in the money. Seven people. Make five thousand. You of need them. to put yeah. the B-roll. Of that video online. Do you want to know why I haven't put the B-roll up or any of the B-roll sections? Because I I need a certain amount of emotional distance from that video. <laughs> I I found that old hard drive. I like I put up Park Killers was okay because I, I like Park Killers. It had like it's quite quite a bit of straight skating. It's a it's a video. Park Killers is a really good video. Yeah. And like we cut out the first version of Park Killers was like cut over killers. an hour. Park Killers gonna kill. <laughs> Park Killers gonna kill you. Park. <laughs> Dude, that, shit that song at the I, end's really hey, good. Hey, I just watched that like the other day. It's and a I was, good oh, fucking video. I was just, I was on the website like watching all the older edits and stuff. I was just having such a good time. All There's you haters little... keep hating. I do have to say though, <laughs> so, okay. My biggest struggle in life. <laughs> Whoa, what's this? Well, no. <laughs> what's this? Okay, so I look back at, at, at Better Than Baseball and and... Like now, I I I look at rollerblading projects. Very um, mushroom blading was made to make a specific video with a specific idea in mind because our lives were going in a certain direction. We didn't have, we weren't gonna be able to like put all of our life into one project. So it was like, it reflected how our lives were going, and it's worked out really well so far. But at the same time, like skating every day and filming a lot, I still I. I like I love that and I could return to that but it's not possible so that's always a struggle in my mind is that um, I'm I'm older and smarter to if I did have more freedom to film and skate a lot or if I was like I do want to skate more often and if I could skate every day I would but I can't so I don't know if better than baseball frustrates me because like that joy would make me mad but this joy would make the old joy mad, and I don't know where the one is in between. That's the biggest struggle. It's wow. between those two that 
how I'm living now isn't wrong. How I'm living, how I was living back there wasn't wrong. I don't know, like, it, how it works. With yeah. Because I do know, like, I wish <laughs> I could skate every day. It, and it's not necessarily, like, do grinds or anything, but, like, just be on skates every day. Just be comfortable on skates and, like, just skate more often. But I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you guys ever think about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of power that comes when I, you're skating well, all the time. And I love... You're really capable of a lot more because you're so comfortable on your skate. Like, that's so good. Like, going to that skate park and just having things on lockdown and then, like, maybe if you do go street skating, your confidence level is, like, over the top because you just, you're just you on skates all the time. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say is... I don't know what I was going to say. Well, that's Did really that make funny. any sense? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I was talking to someone at, like, a party the other day. I was, like, drunk, and I, and I said, the things that matter the most to you, you have a love-hate relationship with them. Totally. And that's, like, with rollerblading. Like, I fucking love it sometimes, and I just fucking hate it sometimes. Yeah. And then it's more... The, I think it just comes down to the relationship you have with yourself. Like, it's whatever you put into it. What is it? In a hockey school. I'm, dra- I'm draining it, but I, I'm. this is my last quote. He always said, hockey is like a bank. You only get out of it what you put into it. So if you have, like, a shitty day of skating, it's pretty much, like, your own fault. Your own like, fault. you did it to yourself. It's not... But... It's not skating okay. that did it to you. Sorry. Yeah. You no, just didn't. Sense. You didn't push through the because it's not an easy activity. It's not an easy activity to get to that point. So you didn't. You didn't break through. That's not skating's fault. That's your fault. <laughs> well, and the stakes are too high if you put all of your eggs in one basket. You're gambling a if lot. If you depend on that one <laughs> yeah. thing. So I think that's why I grew. That's why better than baseball is depressing too. It's not a depressing video, but it's it's hard for me. I will release the B-roll and all the extra sections, but I need a certain amount of emotional distance before I can feel good putting it out there. Mm. Yeah. It's funny because I was going to say that we always say that there's no way for you to experience the, the video as someone who doesn't know us, doesn't know where the video is coming from, doesn't know anything. They just experience the video. And that's why we make it is for for that person but we carry all this like extra baggage with the video and it becomes this like this this viewpoint into the past and into how we were thinking at that point and there's all these extra like emotions that we experience Mm -hmm. when we watch that video that are very personal Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know it's not like someone just oh these guys are crazy these guys are having a great time we see that as like that's my previous self from eight years ago and I was thinking and hoping and I had these dreams about where I would be now and I had you know and it brings you back to that and that's a tough thing to deal with that's I never looked at it like that (laughs) you know what my dad had to listen to me say when I was really like I didn't know I was young and stupid I'd be like yeah we're gonna like make money off of this video and use that to travel to film the next video and like like, like, okay "Okay, you fucking idiot Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I have to try and like but he's not listen good. and support you. He would he wouldn't say that, but like in his head he's like he would have to try and say in nice ways like listen, like it's good that you do this and everything, but like and I'm tra- starting to sound like a parent, but I get what he's saying, but yeah. unfortunately in my world I have to like you can't tell me you can't tell me. I have to learn the hard way and sometimes it's like over a long period of time and then finally yeah. I'm like, "Okay, I get it now." I get and, like, it. Yeah. It's a, it's a hard struggle to get to that point but i'll get there 
I guess there were some probably like some pretty serious things that you guys would have been going through too during Better Than Baseball too, hey? Like some personal struggles and, you know, just the way that you viewed things. And I mean, like you said, if you were to watch that and realize like, okay, well, this is how I felt about things back then and you're watching yourself you yeah. know, act and like speak to the camera, and you're thinking we like, "This is what it was actually." Is this on. Yeah, yeah. At that Why point, the fuck are you thinking like this? Well, there's some. It like, brings you back like, to how you were thinking. That's that's oh, that's that's, 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 that's what the fucked up thing. Like, that's I can't I mean. even watch like, that shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's that just hurts. too much. It's like who who what do, what are you thinking? And that's you. It, <laughs> <laughs> the thing that the thing that I know Todd when he's like when he's like. Uh, yeah, like the yeah and the like that I was like so over the top idealistic when I made that video and it really comes through and if you you have That's probably the, why people love it so much. you have the option and but it came from a pure place like in terms of when while I was filming it and the how I wanted it to be but like near the end like editing it and stuff there was so much footage and there was like it was over two years and then like there was all sorts of stuff like with I remember like you and Mason lived in that place probably while we were editing it like there was a lot going on during the editing process too yeah we're like I wasn't hanging out with you guys as much so it, like a lot of shit happened and we would have to do like a DVD commentary or something for <laughs> like we'd have to actually you get guys Mason should, in there yeah. like because oh, minus we we no we talked about like it Mason we, jumping out of the car crying and <laughs> We've talked about it on a previous podcast about like how they called it the the, the crack house or there was someone staying oh. over there like we talked about it on the one it's I got a message crack. from someone being like that podcast almost seemed like you guys didn't know you were being recorded it was way too honest but it's good to put that stuff out there but anyways it was like the editing process was pretty intense I used to have great <laughs> I used to have great times at uh, at that place. I think you're talking about the nice place. Because we went from like no, 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 really the nice place, place to a crack house. It wasn't. <laughs> it a, I just called it was, that. It was a crack house. What? There was crack being sold out of that house. There was crack being sold out of that house? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm the sorry. The guy we were living Which, with, with was so selling you lived on, crack. You lived on um, <laughs> slang and crack. On Hugh Allen. Both places. The Both apartment places that you owned. Allen. The, the one that I owned one. was nice. The brown one. But the brown one was the brown one that place. had no the brown heat. one. That was a crack house. You only you and Mason lived there. No, no. There was a third. There was guest. a third man. <laughs> third person in the dwelling who was selling crack. I remember just going there and being so young and getting drunk, and just like waking up freezing cold because the heat wasn't on. Yeah, yeah that was you guys on. talked about that on the podcast. <laughs> There's no heat. Yeah, and you guys just like Mason would go and steal firewood from the neighbors and fucking have a fire, and I'd wake up and I'd. I'd hear crackling of wood, and I'd look over, and it'd be Mason's silhouette just stoking a fire sitting okay, there. Okay, yeah. Like, so if you crazy. want to know the amazing, um, the I can't say who, but <laughs> uh, no, I can't even really say. But there was the picture on the wall of of uh, of her, of and it was like such an amazing picture of the bottom of. Do you remember that? In the crack house. Yeah, it was in the house, and it was like a picture. Of an ass? Of her. Of an ass. Like, lying down. It was like a beautifully shot photo. Do you remember that? And and there was a story told about how, like, someone came over with his son or something, and they would just come over and just, like, stare at the picture. <laughs> you don't remember that? 
No, that's too much. I mean, cool. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I remember there was like if you turned off the lights in Mason's room, glow in the dark letters, really big. It said, "I love you." <laughs> in glow, Mason was like, "Hey, come into my room for a sec," and he turned out the lights, and he's like, "Hey, uh, just lie down on the bed." <laughs> I was like, fuck you. No, he's like, no, no, seriously, just lie on the bed. And I just like just lie down the bed. It was like this comfortable Mason bed. He always he always had it. His bed was always really nice. And I looked up on the on the wall. Super huge glow in the dark letters on the wall. It said, I love you. For his girlfriend at the time. No, yeah. no, 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 no. It was there when he got there. It was that was already there. I heard. Oh, that. that's yeah. amazing. I remember his girlfriend did that for him. Oh, no, 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 it was before. It yeah, was before that was, oh. there was like, can you guys sketch on the bed? Like, didn't someone like drop off? In that, 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 that place just had a hey, yeah. serious. I didn't hang, I didn't hang out there very much. I, it I had believe a that. Dark essence. I believe that about places that, like, you go to certain places. Fucking, I had to get out of there. Fucking I had to fucking Christmas. get out of there. And then, like, I didn't hang out there very much. I was going through my own shit. Yeah. That was like, I remember that's when I discovered exercise like I didn't drink very much or whatever through that time and like that like that sucks too because I should have been there more probably for you but Mason would have been there more and then but I didn't want to be around Mason like that's all that shit was around yeah. and it wasn't it was nothing to do with the video better than baseball it was more like you get reminded of near the tail end of better than baseball it was when yeah. all of the really like painful transitions of like being younger but not younger, not being older, <laughs> not fucking knowing you thought you knew everything, you don't know everything. Yeah. Maybe that was the beginning of like of uh It's an important transition. It was transition. the beginning of, of of saying to yourself like, "Whoa, like m maybe everything that I've been living, everything that I've been thinking is just false." <sighs> and it all started to break down. And that, for me, that's it a did. good yeah. that needs to happen for everyone, but that's a painful thing. Well, that, to that's, realize that that's, that you're you're not moving in the right way. No, you're not moving in the right way. You're well, coming home and people are are smoking crack on the couch. Well, and it's, it's like, going in the wrong direction, man. That that and like. <laughs> <laughs> and for my version of that, I just remember like putting so much into that video, and I always thought that like like the delusional side of me always thought something really big would happen it was gonna all work out because what were of you hoping for like you guys were gonna be no it was nothing about like I, I thought that like you think that you can make a video that can like push all of like inspire everyone to make I don't know to like do something within rollerblading and then and then everything just gets healthier but uh, for the for the longest time, we've always been completely outside of any... We've gotten, like, free skates and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But we've never been fucking acknowledged by, like... And that's not what I wanted to happen or whatever, but I just thought that, like, the influence of that video would, like, move rollerblading forward. And maybe yeah. it did. My, my Sorry, my idea of success was not how I look at it But now. didn't you hear what I said? Like, yeah. how after you guys did that video, you have all these, like 
brand new people like these rollerbladers from all around the world that are trying to get in contact with you guys and look at you you got you got friends on your facebook that you have never met in your life that's really cool and they're fucking just random people and they're always like joy i love your stuff blah 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 like i mean that's kind of i mean obviously you made some impact with these like this you know this minor group that sucks too. It, that's good, but it sucks because it frustrates me that I can't work on rollerblading for more, in more time of my life. Like especially while I'm younger and healthier, because I might hit forty and skating's gonna hurt like a lot more, and I'm gonna be like, man, I wish I would have made more videos when I was healthy and just said like, fuck, trying to be realistic. But that's why better than baseball is painful as well. It's because I was completely in that direction, unless I have some kind of ball and setup where I'm like, getting some kind of money coming in but i don't know i don't know what do you guys think speaking of ball and setups my skates are amazing have you seen his skates what are can they? you get them or oh, no we'll, in the we'll, trunk. Get, we'll, we'll we'll get them I've, after. I've got power blades like big huge wheels on frames that i can like, like the, pot, nice solid like fitness frames, frames on the new k2s the newer varsities which are super solid and comfortable you should see these skates they're yeah. really funny are you gonna i'm gonna take a piss Take a piss. Yeah, I can tell the story about the first time I drank beer. Well, no, I want to. I want to know this whole thing about this this uh, big revolution of power blading. Oh well, and it's basically what like how how big are those? Wheels? It's super controversial. Todd. Yeah. How would you? Well, okay. I, I have I've talked about it before in the Who podcast. Who created it? Uh, did Richie and Dustin? Well, the word power blading came from them. It's they, just a wreck. Yeah, it's just a rec frame, but they put it on aggressive rollerblades. It's not just a rec frame, though, because they got Kaiser to actually make a plastic... There hasn't been a frame made like this. So it's like... So they talked to conference, and then they were actually like, hey, you should create well, something. Cause, yeah, they, the story behind it was they moved to Barcelona to... I don't know, like, this is why we need to get... We're going to get Skype, and we're going to get, like, Richie and hopefully Dustin to talk about this stuff but they they moved to barcelona and pretty much what they were doing was the powerhouse was they were doing all of the media for power slide so what we don't know is we didn't know if they were doing like for what i did for k2 this year like highlighting like re making videos for rec skates mm -hmm. and stuff like that but then at the same time they were in charge of all the media for um like people would come through like dominique sagona mm -hmm. and they would make all the edits but they had access to all of like the free like free skates and frames so power slide made a ufs frame that you could use 72 millimeter wheels and they would like use the free skates or the rec skates and they just wouldn't be like i they kept i don't know if they were breaking them or they didn't feel as good for like what they were doing or they broke frames or something like that so they just i think they started talking they started calling it power blading and then they were talking about like if they could make a frame a ufs frame that you could put on an aggressive skate that you could still grind and like at least do Macchios and Soles and stuff like that. And it was like, it's beefy, like it's like the hard Kaiser plastic. Mm -hmm. And so they pretty much, I'm pretty sure this is what, we'll get Richie on a podcast eventually through Skype. He's in Canada. Maybe you can get him oh, to wow. come by. He's in Regina. But, so they called it power blading because they were using it to get around Barcelona. And they got them to make these frames. And now it's a huge, it's a really, um, it's pretty awesome. It's brilliantly controversial because I think they're selling really well. A lot of people are buying them and it's for people. They're who, really sick. Um, yeah. I'd rather have, I, okay. I couldn't admit that 
instead of having like you know anti-rocker set up when I'm skating somewhere to use it as transportation I'd rather have a full flat like 72 millimeter like yeah. setup it's a world skate, of difference but still be in my comfortable skates that I'm familiar with with the you know the great support that aggressive skates offer that's what they so, were doing that's what I mean I would never want to put on a pair of fitness skates and try and skate anywhere because I feel like this doesn't feel right, you know, it'd be a completely unfamiliar, like, thing to put on my foot. Yeah. Even though I've been skating for so long, I feel if I was to have, like, you know, a complete soft boot, but just lace system. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. But, I mean, if I was to be able to put on a hard, like, you know, that full, like, flat rocker setup. Yeah. With those big wheels and have, like, the same support system, I think that'd be fucking amazing. Apparently, yeah, yeah. the people who the thing is, I wouldn't use it, I wouldn't use it to, like, you know, film or do tricks in or even try and do tricks in because I just feel yeah. like I would I would fuck myself up pretty much that's where the a lot of the controversy ha has came in is um there's a bunch of different angles because there's uh people say that we're regressing in frame design that there should be <laughs> is that a word regressing we've no. been regressing since the beginning <laughs> We were that's what aggressive skating is is a, just a regression in technology we were talking really? about how skates it's such a doomed like, fucking sport hey there's, there's no hope there's no hope. matt had the best spiel about uh following skating before we started recording i can't even what did you say oh it's, uh, i don't know i just i, I can't well uh, one of the quotes well it's just the fact that they're trying to market to the fucking cheapest and like you know nobody I don't know. You were just uh, saying like, what? Oh, that this company's failed, and then it was. I could care less, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, obviously they're gonna fail. There's not much that they can do. It's not like you're gonna become rich off of. Yeah, and you're like talking that. about the smaller companies, but I think right now. Well, even bigger companies. Power, I mean, but PowerSlide. PowerSlide. PowerSlide and Razors are like the two. Wait, who am I forgetting? Anybody? Volo runs shit on like a. I don't even. I don't even know much about like numbers or whatever, but like power slide is smart to buy shadow and well, and I mean, pull. and they're they're seen in Europe is pretty healthy. Yeah, like they have a lot of people there that are into it. And the fact is, there's not enough money to produce quality technology. Okay, that was what we were talking the, about. Like the the technology the, it takes a backseat to marketing in this industry. the 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 technology is shit, but it's made to look really good by talented professionals who make the technology look good oh that's right they're just so fucking good but <laughs> but that's aggressive skate like the market is so small they should cut all the team all the marketing expenses and just focus on the technology make really good quality aggressive skates instead of just pumping out shit and paying like really talented people to make it look good just make a really good skate that people can actually skate good in and the marketing will fucking take care of itself everyone's yeah. addicted to filming themselves and putting it on the internet the people who put up quality shit they're going to market your product on their own you don't need to have a team you don't need to have you don't need to have mark like it'll it'll they'll do it on its own yeah alex broskow the skate the skates that he loves to skate and he would be putting edits online of himself or someone else would because it's incredible yeah. like Fuck having a team. Fuck marketing. Put all the money into technology and make a quality skate. All the, the, all the aggressive is, skates I've, are shit. I've never had a problem with aggressive skates. I mean, yeah, okay, they're not going to last you for fucking five years. But still, like, I've never skated a skate and been like, wow, these are shit. 
Except for you know. But have you ever skated? You've never skated a fitness skate, or you skated Solomon's though, didn't you? Yeah. Did you like them? I love Solomon's. They're probably the best skates for top sides. We were well. We were talking about that. You talk to a lot of people, and their favorite skate, your favorite skate, Dana's favorite skate, Solomon's. Yeah. Talk to lots of people like. What the fuck did I have? They were they weren't the the pure (laughs) not they weren't the white ones. They were the the tan ones. St. Eighties. Yeah. Well, because they put a shitload of R and D into making the best, and they were hard. Like that was hard plastic. They didn't even. And I remember, I remember so long ago, you were talking about like Solomon doesn't need to have a backside plate, and that's why they don't. I remember you were mentioning something because their pro, like their material was so hard, you didn't need a backside plate. Solomon's those UF, they're the ones with the part soft boot that you had. Those were like the best, the best. Not those ones. I had the ones that were just a solid hard boot, uh, tan boot with the laces that locked. You pull on them and they locked. They were they were awesome. And the thing is that you put them on and you were just like, wow, like it was like fucking having a bulletproof like vest around your foot like and it they just, fit everything well too, yeah right? like i mean solid. solomon created the best liners too they were so comfy yeah and the skates were so well made and they put so much like you know time and effort into it and the quality of it like when you when you did a grind or when i did a top side it wasn't like that loose like it was like a solid oh yeah solid, you could feel top solid sure. and it was the thing where when Solomon came out, they took over the market because people just tried on those skates and, and their skate. skates felt yeah. like shit. They couldn't yeah. skate. There's no skate like skate. that right now. They're like, I have to have Solomon's. Yeah. I need to have Solomon's. Like, uh, what am I going to skate? Fucking razors? No. Do you know what like I mean shit. though? But to, d- to go to the next level, I need Solomon's. Like yeah. those were the co- most comfortable. You do a grind and they're just fucking solid. It people wasn't... started just jumping off roofs because it's For like, shock hey, observer. It feels so good to just jump off a of shit because there's a shock absorber. They're solid. They're fast. Like, do you know what I mean though? By how still like when you would grind and it wouldn't be like that. Something sounds loose sort of grind feel. Yeah. It would just be like a really low and like fucking awesome grinding sound. Like I remember doing like my first top size in those skates and like just doing long top soles. And oh it was yeah, like nothing I've ever heard. It. Yeah, because like you should hear this guy's skates. Oh shit. Should we put it on the speaker? Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Hello? What's up, dude? Hey. How's it going, man? Good, man. How are you? Good. I'm a, daddy on what? Facebook. Yeah, you like it? Very nice, very nice. You're okay. on, it looks fucking big. It's not, it's, not too, it's not too small. You're on a podcast right now with Joey and Todd. <laughs> cool. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> We're just uh, drinking beers. The reason why I was I wanted you to call me was because I need you to rent out that um, that little uh, that spare room okay, that you have uh, down the hall. Okay. Because I was wondering if we could stay with you during the thirteenth to the sixteenth. Oh. In January. Yeah. What's that? In January. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, do it. If you could, um, you know that room that I'm talking about, though. Yeah. Yeah. So like two of them will stay in there, and then I'll stay in the house. All right. Cool. Cool. Because we'll be there for the thirteenth till sixteenth. So. Yeah. Uh, who are you, Tom Joey? No, my band. Your band guys? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back. Have the OK button on it. We're back. Yeah. Sorry, that was probably a bad idea. No, that was good. Good idea. Okay, but then so, it got this is a real idea. bad, real fast. <laughs> no. It's kind of like, oh, maybe we should put it on pause. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> well, maybe we shouldn't have a whole phone phone conversation on. No. Well, because there may have been stuff like if I would have put like, it on dude, pause. Like, dude, I love you. Like, no, just if I put it on pause, then maybe you guys could have had like a more smooth conversation. It yeah, that's true. Actually, phone. I was. That was where it, that was where it came from. No, I agreed with you completely on this. You know, I'm just looking off of you, man. I was just, just looking off of you. Shock video. Shock video. <laughs> shock video. Shock video. <laughs> Okay, so wait, who made this? <laughs> Here we go. Shock video, I'm making a presentation to you. You know, you gotta come to Fresco, man, and do that shock shit, man. You know, I'm gonna give my shout out. They doing their thug thing, man. Shock video, man! <laughs> I love it. I love the shock video. I indeed do hate the Shock video. Cool video. Shock video is ripping. Horrible, and you're fucking horrible, and I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Should we pause it? Why would we pause this? No, no, pause, pause this and watch it. No. <laughs> That's how you start a video. <laughs> this is like the music that they played in Strange Brew to like control those <laughs> those workers. I don't know where that sample's from, but I love that like sickening like. Oh, hey, man, I'm about to sing Flamingo, dude. Just ripping it. Pensacola, Florida. I always wonder why he said Pensacola, Florida. Like, did, does he hate all the roller litters from Pensacola, Florida? This guy is one of the ugliest dudes ever. He's one of the sexiest dudes. A monk? Is this the same makers as like apples and... No, but it's influenced by them for sure. Stoked on coffee and false dreams. Yes. His section's so good. Danny's Danny Man section. It's like there's nothing. There's not a lot of things that are like really pure in this world anymore. There's just no, everything is just corporately produced. It's just a trick to give it to you, and you. It's like to make make money for a bigger corporation, and then something like this comes along where it's just like, this is there's a purity in it that's like. Why doesn't that kid just cut his hair? He's like carrot top of rollerblading. I he's probably. Dana and I were talking about this and stuff. You have to say, he's probably a really nice guy, but I don't think he should have been in this video. <laughs> I love that. It's 
pretty awesome that they put Tony Hawk's 900 in it. <laughs> it is smart. It was really smart to put Tony Hawk's 900 in it. Fucking love that Straight out of jail. <laughs> that guy? Yeah, what's his name? Quentin Lamb. Quentin Lamb. He was in jail? Wasn't he in jail? For was, what? That's Eugene Paloma. You probably, am I just saying that because he's black? <laughs> Roiland. That Roiland guy was in jail. Oh, that's a different dude. Quentin Lamb's a different dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I love that quote too. <laughs> Wait, maybe you should pause it now and then we can okay. watch the whole thing. Now that we pause just the video. What? No, oh. not pause the video. Yeah, pause the video. What pause no yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. we're gonna pause the podcast, watch the video, and then talk no? Because I feel like we're just gonna we're get just, too it's gonna be too hard for someone to listen to us. Okay. Not even that. Think? It's just I find that it's going to be way too distracting because I'm going to probably like I'm already watching the intro. I'm already like it's a good video. Like, it's hard to talk. Like I get transfixed. It, so, yeah. So we're gonna sure, pause. Sure. We're gonna pause, and then probably what we'll do is the part where I break right before <laughs> you break before Anders section. You can't watch uh, this video the whole way through because it's we'll too break long. At it's just section. too offensive. It's what do you think? So it's good. No, it's fine. So? It's fine. It seems, I mean, it's something new, and it's refreshing, that's for sure. Fuck, yeah, that's what I thought, for sure. Well, I, I guess, like, for if you're listening to this now and you're confused as to what we were doing, you could probably sync up if you own the shock video that was, like, our shock video intro commentary. It's probably just us laughing and having a good time. So, no, it's definitely nice to have that instead of watching, like, some try-hard video of like some company that's trying to stick out more than another one like oh i guess yeah well i haven't seen that but i mean i haven't hey I've been, the, what was the last Todd. video okay i so i read can just before we pause it can you read this to matt because sure. i read this i read this to dana and then you have to ask him who wrote this at the end are you peeing first no. Okay, so do I even want to listen to this? It's no, probably gonna yeah. make me mad. No, this know. is the best part. Cause okay, so read. How long is it? It's two paragraphs. Two paragraphs. Okay. You can okay, okay so listen to this, and then and then if you can't guess who it is, and then I have to guess who it is. Who yeah. wrote this? We started ground control in order to fill a void in the industry. Skating had evolved into a high impact stunt oriented form, and the frames on the market wouldn't hold up to our rolling. We needed a frame that the elite pros could trust under their boots. A frame that would allow them to continue to push the envelope. After months of working with a structural engineer and CAD designer, we released not only the first aftermarket UFS frame, but the industry's first symmetrical frame as well. The standard was set and GC was born. My close friend Chris Peel helped me put together the logo. I wanted something that we, the rollbladers, would recognize each other by. From across the crowd in any given airport or park, the blade would serve its purpose. The GC sickle was designed to be your flag. Like a secret handshake, it only belongs to those who just get it. I'm proud to have such an elite team over the years and to be involved in such an eclectic industry. The current roster has given their blood for this film. So do them a favor and soak it up. Enjoy the trip. Thank you.
Thank you. Who wrote it? Well, you were, you guys are talking, is that John Elliott that wrote that? <laughs> what do you think of that? I wish that he didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. It must, suck, it must suck even more for you guys, because you guys were always such big John Elliott fans, and then you read some <laughs> bullshit like that, and you go, wow, wait, does that say John Elliott at the bottom? <laughs> Fuck, what a bummer that is. Like, <laughs> well, like, what has he done? Yeah, he acted like he just fucking, like, revolutionized something, and it's fucking plastic, and they're shitty frames. <laughs> That's the thing, it's like, he hasn't done anything. But not only that, And I like, like how he's talking about the logo, like, like, man, if, if you got that on you, then the other people know. Then like, you if get you, it. You run into that person, maybe... If you were to fucking walk the earth with a ground control sticker on your body, and run into people every day... Maybe once out of like the 25 years that you were walking the earth that somebody would actually fucking notice you. Like it's, it's so, oh my God, that's ridiculous. And then they probably wouldn't be that cool. Yeah, they'd be like, yeah, they'd be like, see, oh my God, oh my God, fuck, that kid's wearing a ground control. Oh, shit. Like, oh fuck, I hope he got... doesn't see my sickle. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Oh shit! I have a rim shirt. I hope he doesn't oh, notice that. This is awkward. I'm I, that kid in the ground control shirt. He's gonna have to talk to me about how much he loved the ground control video. Fuck. I'm just, you know, it's weird because. <laughs> okay, I'll do personal preference. I've always been a Kaiser fan because they're solid frames and they don't have bullshit like paragraphs like that. Like, what the fuck is that? Kaiser's made some bad frames. Bad frames, but they've always been solid. I mean, I'm a big dude, and I can't break those frames. That's a fucking quality product. Okay, yeah. with the ground control, they're man, ground that's control's cheap. Bad. It's cheap. Did you get? Did you ever skate the um, fuck? What was Formula One or whatever? Like where no, if I you skated them a... flat, the wheels that were attached to the middle would actually like face different ways. So like, I would drop into a bank. And it would be like, they were only made for anti-rocker. So if you skated them flat, you could feel the wheels in the middle, like, wanting to roll different directions. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, good, um, good thing. Oh, wait, they revolutionized for, the sport for me. Wait, for me I got worse mark. at skating. They had some good marketing. You know, they had a hot team and oh, a yeah, shitty sure. product. They Who epitomized the aggressive rollblading industry. <laughs> for that, we owe them credit. Yeah. Ground control is, like, the epitome of... Our, hey. our industry, <laughs> our, oh, that's right. Our industry. We are. Cause we skate. Yeah. So we are a part of. That's right. I fucking met you guys cause you were wearing ground control shirts. Yeah. The only reason I, you, I wouldn't even be friends with you because guys of if ground you weren't control. even sporting the ground really? control <laughs> I saw you from across the park and you yeah. had a sickle you and I knew right then and there that you get it. Yeah. You guys are both at airports. And I said, yo, yeah. what's up? I was flying to uh, Denver yeah. for my for my to thing. To record your... For my thing. To produce your album. Yeah, but you... I had a... <laughs> and I was I had the, I had the ground control backpack. And I, and I had my Razor skates And I said, back. yo, you get it. And... And I, you looked at me and you saw the sickle on my chest. Hey. And you said, yo, you get it too. <laughs> and we gave ourselves a, 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 some skin and a pound. Slap pound. Slap pound and that was it. And then we it got homies. really awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right after that when we realized that we had nothing And then to we talk were about. like, well, wait, we're not actually friends. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? You guys are having fun downstairs? Yeah, I, I need some pants. Can you pull the bottom? You need pants? Yeah, thanks. Sweatpants time? It's good. good. 
We're about to. We we're finally just trying to. We got through the intro. Yeah, yeah but you have a intro. nice room. Yeah, it's okay. Like, You're comfortable yeah. here. Yeah, let's. So we were talking about how it's really fun to hang out in a girly room. Yeah. yeah. Todd made our, Todd's point was probably the best. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. Is that when you wake up? And you're in a really girly room. It reminds you of in high school when you used to sleep over at a girl's place, and it would feel so bad but so awesome. <laughs> is it really girly? Well, it's yeah. not. It's a girl's room. Joey it's, and our bedroom. But it, no, it, it is uh, a girl's room. It's a girl's room. I mean, room. that closet yeah. open right there takes anything That's that true. you do. Feels like a girl's room, which is good. Uh, it's better than a boy's room for sure. I mean, a boy's room would stink and it wouldn't be comfortable okay, at all. Like be you're taking nickel and your sweatpants. <laughs> Why does it I'll smell like cigarettes? There. Is somebody smoking outside? Smoking. Oh. Did you buy some? Yes. <laughs> Might go down and smoke I don't some cigarettes. Any judgment. No, that's fine. That's okay. I'm gonna do whatever I fucking want tonight. Sweet. <laughs> Where are you taking your teddy bear? Sorry. I've been drinking wine. Okay, that's alright. <laughs> I know that giggly, girl very well. Giggly girls. <laughs> giggly, giggly girls. Wait, we're boys we just go in a giggly girls just room. Run down the aisle and go buy a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> fucking shells down the street, boys. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Gotta get a pack of Canadian classics. Pack of smokes. Fuck seven hey, bucks, man. I want some smokes. Seven bucks and some Java stop. Let's go. <laughs> Fuck, Timmy's up the road. <laughs> oh, I this, said the this most broadcast coming from, from from Canada. Oh, from Canada. Yeah, we're t- we we're from Canada, and the, you know she was talking about an accident earlier, uh, and I said it was it up by the uh, Tim Hortons there. Up <laughs> <laughs> oh, by Canadian uh, Tire. Up near the uh, Tim Hortons there. Uh, yeah. Actually, we were at Canadian Tire very fucking Christmas because. Right? Uh, <laughs> The uh, the one of the presents that I bought for my girlfriend it was a cordless kettle and you I bought her I a tent. To, you I bought had, her a tent. No, I bought her a cordless uh, kettle like for tea and stuff and I uh, I had to call them no because I went to Home Depot and they didn't have them because they said oh. it was a fire hazard. Yeah, so they had I, to recall them. Yeah. yeah, but they were cheaper at Home Depot. Kettle. The, the, oh no, cordless tea kettle. Yep. You know, because the one that we have is just it's getting old, and I thought is that what I actually thought is? that cordless meant you didn't have to plug it in, but it just means that the cords kind of like raveled in there because when you got to you take it out, there's, there's some you days you want out. toast, and then there's some days you want tea, but we only have the one outlet, so you got to keep Often switching. Often you want tea and toast at the same time. Yeah, right? you know, I don't drink tea. That's for drink? Brits. You a coffee guy? No, just more of apple cider, you know, from maple trees. <laughs> That wasn't even that good. <laughs> what? It didn't even work. Why not? You lost it. You lost character. We I had tried. it going. I started it. Yeah, it was true. You did start it. I started it. Okay, well, we're going to watch the shock video. Shock video. Shock video. <laughs> shock video. <laughs> shock video. Hey. <laughs> and then we'll be back for more stupidity. Pretty much. Holler at a player when you see him Maybe on the street. Maybe more Canadian accents. Hopefully. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> so, what we figured out... Oh. <laughs> what we figured out... Is that it's the setting that we're in, we're like, we're, all, we're sitting on this bed and we're really close to the television screen. 
and uh, it's it's a it's a weird atmosphere. So we're gonna watch little bits of the video, and then we're gonna stop the podcast, and we're gonna talk for a little bit. It's good to have talking breaks because it like it when you're when you spend too long watching something else, you lose touch with your own kind of like being, and and, and it's good to exercise your being by talking with the other beings in the room instead of all the beings just focusing on this false being that's being projected to you like this is what you're gonna watch yeah you know it's, true. it's good to communicate with people yeah you know it's good to talk you know, talking. And you know what I never get tired of is while someone's talking and you hear how from a beer the best one the best one ever of those was in FUBAR FUBAR yep bunged up best I bunged up my art is he talking about how he bunged up his face and you hear one in the background and he does it and oh does he do it he he stops while he's talking oh man Fubar? did you guys like the my knee or were you guys not down I haven't, I haven't seen, seen it yet, yet. oh I haven't seen it yet my it's knee fucking hurts from today it's, it's more um, cold. it's more Hollywood but it's funny there's lots of great I heard it's I've heard it's good it I heard the premiere, like if you went to the premiere in Vancouver, that it was just Pilsner cans in the <laughs> aisle. Yeah. It would yeah. have been so fun. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, Even here, too, there's people just slamming Pilsner in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> what a great movie-going experience. Yeah. I remember, like, American Pie 2. I was younger, but I went, I went opening night, and I went with all of the people who wanted to see American Pie 2 the night it came out, and there was something about, like, the atmosphere and the crowd that made me laugh more at the movie and it's like if you're with the right crowd like if the crowd's riding the same wave you're having a good time like a show really good time yeah like, there's been some fucking shitty shows like when yeah. i saw the national i don't like that band but i thought that there's some bands that can win me over if i see them Do you live. like the national and i went to the national show and it was like a bunch of people who wanted to go to a national concert but didn't want to listen to it and it was like everyone was at a bar talking and they were playing. Weird. And then like the MIA show was like all of these girls dressed up like MIA to go to an MIA show. And the show was so bad, but everyone was really into it. But I was like kind of an outsider being like, this show is terrible. But again, it's like my own perceptions. Just so funny that like crowds can really... And then I see El- your I see the band Elbow in a church and I'm not a huge... Like I was a fan of the band Elbow. And everyone, because it was in a church, everyone was polite and quiet. And the acoustics in the space were just fucking amazing. Like, they spent so long sound checking that, like, I had a really powerful experience watching a band. So, crowds are important, man. That sounds really funny about the National, because I could see, like, National fans being, like, going there and then acting like they aren't National fans and, like, they're better than actually listening to music. But they go there to be like, oh, National's just playing in the background. Do you know what I really didn't like about the National? Is when that guy sent, he had like his pint of beer or whatever, and he was like, like, I'm so pained and hurt. Yeah. And everyone is loving me right now. I'm this, I'm this character who's just been, so <laughs> I'm making fucking cheddar with our music right now. That's yeah. the thing. Like, I don't even want to hear it because I love the national. I know. I don't I don't there's a lot of hear, people who love the I national. I don't even want to hear like. No, but I, can, I, but I, I like the national, but I can guarantee that that is his persona on stage of like, oh, doing that and like <laughs> doing really emotional things when really he should be fucking like their music's so beautiful. It should be him the, smiling. And it almost could have been like Mogwai where it's like, take the lead singer out take his lyrics away the music's really good yeah like maybe just get 
like another instrumental. Yeah, maybe thing, maybe they, get like a synth player instead of lyrics <laughs> and like the national. Those guys make so much money as if like he should be having a hard time. Like it's true, but didn't he like he he's like fucking in his thirties or forties and he's been working some job for a really long time. It's true. Like, they were like the a national, bar. Like they, the national is not. It's not like it's not like they're uh, not anymore. Success. No, they not might be anymore. big now. But, I guarantee but since they've alligator, been like slaving away for years. I guarantee years. since alligator, and they've been pieces they've been of shit okay. for a long time. This could just be like selective memory, but like the first chords of Fake Empire, like dun, 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 dun. And everyone, <laughs> and then still super late tonight, and then just so many people like, oh my god, I love this song. Do you want to know why I love this song? And you can't hear the music anymore. Like, no one actually cared that they were listening to it live. This song's about me and my life. Joey, you got I me. I should be on the stage. You got me into the national. I like that first album. Alligator. Alligator's was good. way better than, yeah. yeah. I love yeah. the, the High Violet, the new album. I fucking good. didn't at all. I thought it was... They tried so hard to create some, like, fake... Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Defend, defend really? the national right now, Todd. I just really like okay, it. I really like their musician. I, I still even, listen to High Violet. And I, just, I, listen, I, I, I listen to it a lot. That's good. I just really like it. That's good. <laughs> really good i probably listen to some shit that you guys hate or not i, I don't hate that i don't hate I find, the national like I'll, I'll i'll be like it's it's one of my favorite um are you okay albums. standing yeah I'm okay fine. it's what? one of my favorite li- albums to listen to when i'm really drunk and alone like if i'm drunk and i'm by myself like, like and i go out, i'll go outside and i'll listen to, no i don't find it sad at all i'll put I'll, I'll listen to it by myself and like look at the stars and i'm really stoked really um, yeah What's that? <laughs> What's the song off that album where it's like I heard the singles? Take off my shirt, and it's like pretty close to Creed or Nickelback or something, but it just has the right instrumental backing. The drummer's amazing. Yeah, like the, the music. Quote. When I went to see oh, them live, the music, the musicians were amazing. It's like, hard like, not to judge a guy that's got a voice like that and you know has like I know. really. Well, because I love lyrics. the guy. Do you know the um? I've you and Mason may have had that CD uh, with the Tinder Six guy. Do you know that song? It was like on a, it was on some mix CD. It's like, for the love of that girl, tears strewn, you don't know why. And it sounds exactly like the National. It's yeah. been Tinder Sticks. Mason would probably know the song, but it was like, we fucking love that song. And it was so syrupy, but it was, he nailed the voice. It was like, the National, they started out as a bar band, and that's kind of like, Maybe if you saw them in like a place where there was like 20 people and it was super smoky and it was like low light or whatever, but it could have been the venue that like they got so big that the crowd took away from the band's intensity. But sometimes there's bands that you see that can fucking command that room. Like Mm -hmm. I've seen so many different shows at the Commodore and they'll be like, depending on again it's like what I bring to it, but sometimes like the right intro song and the right light, the right entrance and the right... It's and all like, about your set list, man. Like, is playing, it? Yeah, completely. I mean, if oh you, yeah, you could lose the crowd yeah, if you easily, play two bad you, songs in a row. Yeah, if you play like two like kind of dimmer songs, it's hard to get that group of people to get back into it, right? So. Yeah, that Rogan talks about it on the podcast. Or he talks. It's the same thing as like the bus or or driving a vehicle. Or it is like, okay. 
Okay, no, I fucked this shit up. Everyone get back on. I'm gonna drive, like, I'm gonna get this thing going yeah, they again. they have Every, to trust like, you. There's you have so to trust, trust like, I almost got us into an accident. Everyone get back on. I'm gonna drive this shit. Yeah. Let's do this. It's weird how, like, credibility can go so far. Like, like, if you're, if you're known and if you have history and you're trusted, yeah. you can get away with so much more than if you're just some piece of shit like if you're some, if you're a piece just of shit you better shit, give them a good show you got, you got nothing you have no like you have no excuses you, you have no no leeway for mistakes but when as soon as you become a trusted person you can get a you can you can get away with what's the famous so joke about much. like like uh someone like uh there's like tom york and there's those people where it's like he could fart in a megaphone and people would think it was fucking amazing. Like, <laughs> he probably couldn't. Pretty, um, no, that if would Tom be awesome. If Tom York did fart in a megaphone, I'd if, listen to Pretty that. much, if anyone on a stage farted into a microphone, I would stand no, up out of my chair and projectile vomit straight <laughs> into the air and scream like, yes, yes. You wouldn't be able to say it like that. It'd more be like, ah. <laughs> And it wouldn't go that high. It would like when I went to when I went to Joe Rogan, uh, uh, stat, uh, him live. I just I chugged a a bottle of red wine before I went in, and it was like a packed theater. And everyone that I was at, that I went in with, like a guy was like, "Yeah, the last time I watched a guy chug a bottle of red wine, he projectile vomited everywhere." <laughs> That's my. I was really stoned, and I was really drunk from chugging a whole bottle of red wine. And I was sitting in the stage like, oh god, don't vomit all over everybody. Don't, don't vomit all over everybody. You gotta be careful. But then I was cool. I was okay. But I was, at the beginning, I was like, oh fuck, keep it together, hold it together. You got a whole bottle this, of wine in your stomach that you just threw back man, in an alley. The, the, the normal beer drinking, like I've been slowing down because like, these get you wasted way more than other beers. You can't. Kitty piss? You can't, you can't. I do too much like yeah, no, there's a lot of sluts and camels that would let you know that <laughs> oh I was gonna tell you I had uh, the fuck. stories from earlier and then we'll talk about what we watched but like the you know when you first who was that I was talking about this with someone at like the, we had the like the yoga studio party and there was like a couple of younger teachers and I was telling them like just some drinking stories about like when you first discover drinking and you don't know amounts or anything like that like I didn't know Hard alcohol is famous for everyone. When you just discover hard alcohol, you, you don't know so like speed-wise, yeah. like a Mickey or whatever. Like you, tr you pour like half of it and then put like this much pop and chug it, and you know that if you were to to make a drink with half of a Mickey of vodka <laughs> and half pop and chug it, you know exactly what's gonna happen. You're gonna get fucked. Like when was the last time you did that? Last yeah, time some, I did that, uh, I ended up vomiting. A few months ago, yeah, I drank way too much vodka and vomited all over. It the can place. creep up vomited. on you so quickly, oh, but when we dangerous. Okay, and the first beer story, which I'll tell just quickly after this, because this is a very easy story. Someone booted for us downtown, downtown Kamloops, at the Plaza Liquor Store. And they bought us Wildcat, and it was warm. And um, it's when you're first getting used to the taste of beer. And remember, like, is this the story? Like, no, no, no. This is oh, the, okay. uh, this is a follow up to the story, and then I'll tell the other one. But like, when you're first getting used to the taste of beer, I don't know me personally. Like, drinking beer, it had to be super cold for it to go down okay. And I, my first two beers were like, I don't know, Labatt's or Canadian, and it was cold. It, actually, it didn't taste too bad. It tasted weird, but 
my second time drinking beer was someone had bought us Wildcat to share, and we were in Greenstone, and it tasted so gross and it was so warm because it was so strong that I tried to, I chugged my first one, like just chugged it like a pop, like if you were like a warm cola or something like that, like I chugged it and I had that feeling like, ooh, because it was a warm Wildcat, and then I chugged the first half of the second one and then I just remember like being with, it was like Justin Coles and Jody Mason and some other people, and then I just had to like walk up to the light and I just puked up all this foam, like warm, <laughs> Wildcat foam and everyone being like, oh! <laughs> and then after that, I got wasted off of probably like three or four. Like, you don't know what waste it is because <laughs> we get desensitized to what being drunk feels like. I remember Misty flipping like off of the wooden thing and like, I don't know. I had a good night, but I had to puke up foam because I didn't know. And did you make out with Jody Mason that night? No, I think. <laughs> we shouldn't say full names. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I probably saw her like maybe I saw her like pee or something like that and I saw the side of her ass oh damn yeah I, I saw that too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when, uh, the names are in backwards actually like we yeah do, this we is do code, code names, names it's code not, names <laughs> what's the what's the story what do you oh this um, no I'm just this is my physio I'm just trying to straighten my arm and holy shit so you can't straighten that arm? I can't do this with my left or my right <sighs> arm. I feel for you. We're like all mobile and up here. Look at it. This is what I can do. That's some like if my arm's like this. Yeah. It's the most I can do to my to this side, and then I can't take my forearm and do this. Oh shit! It's so nice to have that. Oh, and it's your right. Oh, you're don't up, do you're it right-handed too, right? Yeah. So. Do you, have you had to sign things like with your left hand? No, actually when I first left the hospital or when I actually broke my arm, I had to sign something and I took it with my right hand because I can't fucking, it'd be worse with my left. But I remember it just killing, like it actually hurt to hold a pen yeah. and try and write. I was like, not using my wrist, it was more like my arm doing this, like moving forwards, like move, using my shoulder to like try and write. And it just really... It's it's unfortunate. Shit. So you haven't had the, you haven't actually used your left hand to sign anything. I can't write with my left hand. It's it's a really difficult thing to do if you're not left-handed. <sighs> Unless you're awesome. But you haven't you haven't tried. Like you haven't been in a situation where you. Need I can't to even use hold a fucking hand. pen properly in my left hand. I'm just like really? it feels like something I've never held before. I'm like what? Do you brush your teeth with your left hand? I have to. Yeah. It yeah, sucks. Yeah. It sucks. It's really it hard. So it's, weird. It feels really weird. I'm just getting used to it though. Like yeah. I mean, after a few weeks. Yeah, no. That's the cool thing about it is that like I'm getting like, I get out of my bed, and then when I have to walk to my washroom, there's like I have to step up into my washroom now. And, like first thing in the morning, I'll barely be awake, and I'll just hop in one footed, and then just jump into my washroom and just be like, okay, I'm in here, and then brush my teeth. And there's definitely a routine that I'm getting used to using like the whole left side of my body pretty much, but. It really sucks when I want to make myself something to eat and I have to cut with my right hand and it's like, it hurts. So. Right brain controls left side of the body, hey? Really? The creative side. The creative side of the brain, the logical side controls the right side. That's why I think a lot of us learn to write with that side. I've drawn some pictures with my left side and they're more kiddish and really bad, but they almost have 
more artistic integrity or, or they're more <laughs> they're more interesting because the left side doesn't actually know how to draw properly and I might interpret yeah. some, an image in my head better I might be overthinking it with my right hand and then a lot of the like free floating swivelly stuff that I've done in skating was with my I only learned it on my left side and really? on my right side yeah it's really weird but my dominant like carving foot is my right foot like yeah. if I have to maneuver through cones my right one is my strong one, but if I had to do like something swivelly, it's with my left. So weird. That is so weird. like when you learn to grind, you're you're learning. I always have this theory that like you're learning the way that you learn in school how to write. Like if you have to learn a logical position for grinding, everyone learns with their right usually. Like it's rare. If you were to learn with your left first, right would seem easy because, and then left you might have more creative ideas because it's from your right side. So you might have more you look at a spot from the right side of the brain and think of it with your left foot, it might be super creative, like grind for a little bit, then roll the ledge, then drop and do a grind. But you always think very logically with grinding. A lot of people do. Mm -hmm. Leon was really smart with that. What did he say about grinds? He's like, every grind is a, like a skateboard trick or something like that. He had a really good quote in the podcast. And he was like, you should use rollerblades as something to... I don't know. You should use grinds as something that's very specific on rollerblades. I'm pretty drunk right now. How about you? <laughs> yeah, I'm getting there. No, not like super drunk, but as I was saying that, how about you, Matt? No, yeah, I'm good. I want another beer. Let's. No. Should we go? Well, the thing is, like, I was like, yeah, while I was sitting down, I was like, shit. I hope I don't stand up and go, oh oh, but I'm fine. What's oh oh? I was like, I have to fucking jump on my left leg everywhere I go. Oh, we'll get you one. <laughs> so I have we'll to get take you a care beer. Of myself. We'll get you a beer. No, I'm fine. It's just like I wanted to make sure that I stay on a steady pace, so I'm not just like. By the time we're done doing this, and I already drank all twelve of my beer, and I'm like, well, let's try and go down some stairs now and Cap just be fucked. Well, I'm gonna t quickly tell the story, and then we'll go get another beer. But the first time I drank beer. Todd and I got invited. I don't even know, like, this is before text messages and shit. Who fucking even phoned us or, like, who... How did we know that this was happening? But we got invited to someone's apartment. Whose apartment Nicole was and this? Heather. Nicole's apartment. It was Nicole's apartment, and we won't say anything. It was her boyfriend's apartment. She didn't even live there. Okay, so... <laughs> we won't say any... Too many names after this. <laughs> you, you wouldn't really know... I like, won't say last names. No. <laughs> and, uh, no, I won't say first names from this point on. Um, but we got I didn't say first names. You, you did, but from... You can. Yeah. I mean, it's just a first name. I mean, yeah, Heather. How many fucking anybody. Heathers are there out there? Could How many anybody. fucking Nicole's out there? Could be anybody. Yeah. You can say first names. <laughs> okay, so we got invited to they this... They know our fucking apartment. names. Todd and I and Dana, any one of our friends, we're fucking so innocent yeah. at this age. This was no grade drinking. 10. Like... No text messaging. That's how everybody like, was when they were in grade 10. I don't know, man. That's I heard I some stories, like, some people were fucking hardcore in grade 8 and 9. Like, when I heard someone had sex in grade 8 and someone smoked pot, my head almost exploded. Like, knowing <laughs> that that was how fine the line was between grade 7 and 8. But it was more like You're what school you went to, but we were pretty innocent. So I had not been drunk before. So we go to this apartment, and it was her boyfriend's apartment or something. Yeah. And there was one girl who was like older who was harder like it was one of the girls who all of the girls who were in our grade would be afraid of like kind of a bully type girl 
it was like this bully and then like this harder like almost like a couple girls that were probably our age but maybe seemed like a little bit older already like I don't know why but they just seemed like a little bit harder yeah. and it was just me and Todd and we'd never been drunk before and they had beer and we were like watching we were beer. they knew we they were like beer. fresh fucking meat that's yeah. that's why we were over there we were fresh cute boy meat for these girls cute to just rip into that's what it like I don't think any of us had girl maybe I had a girlfriend and this was like when I was off the market or something or like or back on the market or something but I don't think you were I don't know if you were dating anyone maybe you were yeah, I don't but think so. we were still like, in retrospect, like what I talked about on the last podcast. We should have hit I, that shit in <laughs> retrospect. <laughs> what I what I always talk about now is um, my in, this is really important about my growth as a person is that my interpretations of past experiences with new knowledge teach me new lessons about like this is what it was or like I what was the main thing like. The fact that I believed in Santa Claus until grade six taught, <laughs> taught me a lot about my own imagination and creativity that you can take it so far that it can be real to you when it's not. Yeah. So this one was more like, I didn't know I was fresh meat in that moment, but we were brought into that apartment. Like usually it's the males getting the younger mm -hmm. female. We were the younger males. Yeah, we were in the females looking lair. back on it I, and, and I didn't even they realize. were there to get us drunk and to hook up with us that's why we were there yeah and so long story short I had my first beer or something and I remember feeling the like buzz I had a Molson Canadian it was cold we were watching like Mad TV and it was this OJ skit remember when he put on the glove and he was like see it doesn't fit and it fit perfectly and it was like that was by our second beer and it was Todd and I being like <laughs> thinking it was the most amazing thing we'd ever seen and then at some point you guys all left you guys all left and it was me left with one girl one girl she started she got up <laughs> behind me on the couch and started massaging my shoulders oh shit and like I felt weird but I had I had just had my first two beers you know and then she slid her, her hands down and tried to go down my pants and I got up because I was so innocent and I was like, whoa, wait a minute. And then I just, I didn't, I guess she thought it was going to be that easy. I don't know if they had preyed on younger boys before. <laughs> but, and then my only memory from that night, I don't know like our interpretation after the fact or what we talked about, but my only last memory of that night was her like, way drunker than I was like maybe maybe for all I know she would have had like maybe eight beers or who knows if she was into drugs I have no fucking idea and I just remember her like she was my like probably the same age maybe a year older than me her just going I'm so sorry honey I'm so sorry honey like trying to like downplay the fact that in her like if that happened in if a male did that to a female now yeah that's, that's and then bad. they weren't into it that's bad but that's what happened to me and that was the first time I drank that's what happened to me <laughs> you remember that right that was a fun night <laughs> yeah. and the other girl was like all night she was describing how her boyfriend fucked her on the carpet and she was describing like the the burn that she got on her back like it was really like that was the fucking point of getting us over there was to that's fucking weird you guys got lured in hard and being like, oh, hey, how are you guys doing? Oh, just have a beer. Okay, well, now this is happening. What the fuck do we do? On that note, 
We're gonna visit the drunken gingerbread party downstairs. Let's see how their back. gingerbread house is going. No. Hey. You got a smoke? No. Okay. <laughs> no. We're not gonna get through this whole video. Never. But we just watched BJ Bernhardt's section. Matt, what'd you think? Hold on, let me get my breath. Oh my god. What no, I was, telling, I was telling Todd how it's amazing how that guy's skating hasn't changed. Isn't that awesome? Since though? like 12 years ago, the last time I saw him have his section. It seems like he, he has never watched another person skate ever. <laughs> yeah. That's He's so just like good. his own entity. The people that, like, the people that came out of Redwood City, which was close to San Francisco, Pat Lennon, Brian Shima, Sean Cullen skated with them for a bit, wow. and BJ Bernhardt, like, to think of, like, that's something about this video, the fact that it was all filmed in, a lot of it was filmed in San Francisco, there's a very specific flavor to the video and to, like, how could you come up with that many distinct rollerbladers out of one posse? The Bomb Squad? The Bomb Squad. Do you remember the Battle My Crew section? To the Metallica song? We kept rewinding it that night. And Jolene was really mad at us. We just so kept, like, triple back kept rewinding Jim Bell's Justice for a Justice Draco. <laughs> Jim Bell doing the triple front flip off, and we just kept like. Because <laughs> it was this really badass section, and it just showed this guy like taking a bunch of strides and just. And he was like wearing like Rex skates or something. Rex skates and like a radar helmet, and he just thrusted himself. <laughs> Triple front flip off of like a huge. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> I wish I could watch that right. I bet if I'm we just, watch that right now, we could watch it like twelve times in a row, just laughing. Isn't that sections online? I don't know. If what is online. it? Battle my crew? Like what? It was the bomb squad section from the first Battle My Crew. Whoa. And it was like there was Battle my, VG12 or something like that. Yeah. And the section was so badass, like it started with BJ Bernhardt, like, this is for Daryl or something. And he like threw something through like a car, he shattered a car window. <laughs> and it was like, doomed. I don't know Metallica, but it was Justice for All, like it was the guitar part. And it was just all hammers. And then it just ended with Justice oh, for All. Justice Justice for Go! And like, <laughs> that final line was him just throwing a triple front flip <laughs> off of a bridge. And we just kept. Todd's like, poor girlfriend at the time just had to like listen to us. We just rewind it over and over, and over and over again. It's like the classic thing where like the song and the image on the TV are just perfect, like. They just perfectly meld together, and then like, even by like the sixth time or something, there's some new level of funny that you haven't thought of before. Like you watch it again, and you're like, ah! <laughs> funny. Like fucking cheeks Fucking hurt, triple man. front flip off a bridge. That's Jim how you Bell. end a section. And it's he was the lost member. Like he wasn't. He never had like Jim a lot Bell. of footage or whatever. I wonder what he that was guy's like, up. He was like the crazy motherfucker who maybe had like a really nice true topsail yell on a rail or something, but didn't wasn't in the video very much. Yeah. But he was Jim probably Bell. like always there. And he had him. a really good name. Jim Bell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you remember that time that Jim Bell did that triple front flip <laughs> off the bridge? Yeah. 
I remember. It was also like <laughs> one of the funnier parts was the his striding up to it. Yeah. Like, Did he have he a mean look on so his face? Fast. He had like I don't know if this weird is, clothes. He had like slapping <laughs> clothes on and like a flapping pants, <laughs> like track pants. Or and they switched the angle, so you got to see like. <laughs> You got to see the ramp that he was going off of, but they had an angle that was like way low down further away on the water, and it just cut to like the thrust, just this little speck flipping in the air. <laughs> oh my god. I wish we could fucking pull that out. I don't think it's online. I don't it think Bomb Squad. If you looked up Bomb Squad, it would come up with like stupid break dancing or something like that. Best. You don't, you've never seen that? No, that sounds, un, like, unreal. <laughs> Bomb Squad feature tool. Bomb Squad. Yeah, I don't think, what was the last section that BJ Bernhardt even had beside in this video? Um, app, it would have been the one that you were talking about. Apples? Where he 360'd off the Or app. sorry. Nope, uh, Under the Influence. To the Cars song. Mm. I think it's just what I needed. Fuck, he didn't really stick around. He missed a lot of, uh... The rumor is... Um, he was dating... I won't get gossipy, but he was dating Angie Walton, who ran Daily Bread yeah. for a long time. Oh, fuck. Bad on my crew. I won't... It's like one of those ones that should be online. That's weird, man. That guy missed, like, a good part of rollerblading. Like, but he missed, like, parts that don't even matter, really. Do you ever think about that, though? That, they're like, maybe he was skating the whole time, but just didn't care? No, that's exactly what I think. Because his skating was, like, did you... The skating was awesome. Obviously, he hasn't been off of his skates for 12 years. He's been skating. Oh, shit. I might actually be able to pull it up. I might be able to get the section. The front flip? You always I walk so. out of a washroom like that, like you're like the coolest dude licking your lips and like, what's up? <laughs> I just walk out of every door like that because that's what I am. That's just how you walk the whole time. That's and you, how I roll. You did one of these too, you did the belt, the belt hull. It just becomes a natural part of who you are. Are you packing are. a hammer? Always. Are you packing a hammer? I'm rocking a boner. <laughs> Who was the, um, like, on the, on the, uh, this is probably not that interesting on the podcast, but who... Oh, well, you better be able to blend all of it. How, how do you figure out who, oh, X Green Clover X, so, how can you click on the user? Like, how can you find the user? I don't know, there's, you know, there's a, an actual YouTube app, and I've been trying to find it. But, like, see right there, the, the, how do you get... Yeah, you want to just click on his uploads. Like, I want to just get to the uploader because there's all these Battle My Crew yeah. sections. And we should be able to, like, if there's 619 in the intro, because Matt's got to see it. 619, shit. But you hit squad. done, right? Sorry for anyone who's listening right now. That makes it. But, like, from this part, how do you get to the person you who can't, uploaded it? You can't click on the... Where's that kid Who designed from? this shit, Todd? I know. That's what I'm Not saying. Me. There's a from YouTube app that, that you can actually do, like. It's probably a lot easier for that, but I have it. Well, shit. So then, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, man. So from here, what do I go? I don't know. I'm sure you'd use that so magnifying button. Battle my. Battle, my. 
crew. What a good idea for a video. Video groove. And if anyone who's from outside of Canada, they haven't seen that's pretty good. They haven't seen the the Battle My Crew Canada series. You're missing out on some hardcore inline skating. Yeah. Really, really top notch rollerblading. Some Jesus really Christ. Good. They have like every section except for the bomb squad. Maybe they didn't upload the fuck the Battle but, My Crew section. You haven't uploaded the Battle My Crew sections from Battle My Crew Canada one or two. No, they're two of them. So they're all because awesome. there's like the Ramstein one. <laughs> that was a good section. And was it? Hey, there was three Battle My Crew sections. And you had the Electric Six one. No, the first yeah, oh, the first one was bad. No, the first one was sick. The it's first one was imitating like, like, how like to be, CKY or whatever. Yeah, how to be unpopular. Days. It was the, funny. And See, then there was the the Ramstein one. That was yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. That was like, so. The good. Ramstein one was good. That yeah. was fucking With so the spider, bad. The shot yeah. of the spider spraying him really close up. That was a really good shot. I just liked the song, and it was just fucking. It was so heavy and. That so was um. I saw I saw CKY2K, and that video blew me away. Like. I remember I watched that video and and it was I had never seen I had seen Hooks two and I had seen like um, the Apple video or whatever but CKY two K was like I didn't care that much like it didn't make me want to skateboard but it was something about like the way it was like a comedy video but a film and it was yeah. funny that like I didn't really I didn't never thought of CKY two K as like a skateboard video or anything like that it's a it was really like good a very video. separate entity and like I didn't see I think I saw CKY three and I didn't. There was some stuff that was good, but CKY2K was like yeah, the best one. The, the best. best one by far. So yeah. I was like, the reason I used Ramstein is because the intro to that was so funny. We kept, we loved when like the guy punches the dude and it's like, dun, 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 and they all start walking <laughs> yeah. away to the music. Like, yeah. you're not going to see that in a movie or in a TV show. Like, anyways. Yeah, yeah that no, shit was, was good. good CKY2K shouldn't, was awesome. Shouldn't I be able to click on the user to get it? Well, should you or can you? I can only click no. on one thing. I oh, the user. <gasps> yes. Yeah, right. You found it. No, but I was able to click. Oh, I, wa I wanted to to talk a little bit about the Chris. Oh Hoffman yeah, okay. Let's jump. do that. And uh, and he, and here's how I feel about the the Chris Haffey long jump. It was. What is a, it? A big jump. It was the longest jump ever by a blader. Uh, by, was ever. it by any sport, apparently? Really? Yeah. Longest was... jump. He beat Ted Chris's record. How long was it? I don't know. 98 really feet or something. Nine, he jumped like 98 feet. No, I don't know what it Here's was. My... He beat Ted Chris's re record by just a little bit, and the setup was super sketchy. But go ahead. Here's my uh, take on the big long jump that Chris Haffey did. It, that was a really big jump. That was awesome that he jumped such a big jump. Um, the thing that I didn't like was that he, his reaction to his own massive jump. He reacted with disappointment. He reacted with us like a insecure kind of like, oh, I, I, I flailed in the air. I didn't hold the grab for the whole 98 feet that I jumped. And I didn't feel very good about it. And everyone was cheering, but 
they shouldn't be cheering because I didn't do it in a in a very good way that represents rollerblading. Now, if fucking Chris Edwards had jumped 98 feet, <laughs> he would have been he would have had his arms in the air fucking pumping up the crowd like <laughs> Fuck yeah! I just fucking jumped motherfucking 98 feet, bitches! And there's a fucking stadium of people cheering for you because you ju just jumped 98 feet. But no, Chris Haffey, he he didn't hold his grab good enough. It didn't count. He flailed in the air and he... No, no it wasn't very good. See, that, that's what's fucking wrong with rollerblading, that, that he would feel crappy about jumping 98 feet and not holding his feet long enough in the air. We were talking about this earlier today, like... That's uh, why fucking rollerblading is pathetic, is because he... he no, no. There's two... No, there's no, no. I know you're cheering and everything, but no, don't cheer, because that was, that was bad. Keep going. I didn't execute it, it very well. Keep going, I'll pull it up. Though, I, I'll, I'll say one thing. Getting that powder magazine Fuck. that I've the powder magazine. If you can, if you get a chance, I don't know if you can find it on a PDF, but if you're like at a Walmart or some shitty magazine store, the powder 40th anniversary is so cool. It highlights all of skiing history from the very beginning and all of the technology and stuff. So you read the history of skiing and style-wise, even though skiing's gone through like spread eagles and stuff like that, style's been something that's been very like specific, like. If you drop, if there was like dudes who would drop cliffs and be like not. There would be people who would drop cliffs and be like controlled on their like takeoffs and landings and in the air. And there was like that's who influenced people who ended up pushing the sport. And I think that's like there's that mentality that tries to be in rollerblading. So there's two sides of it. There's that side where it's like Chris Haffey thinks that there's standards. That, that there are like there's technically these weird invisible rules. And I was reading a ski magazine. Even before skiing, skiers started grabbing their feet and stuff like that. When they hit moguls and when they dropped a cliff, it was like you had. To, it was like there was this thing about like you had to have your legs glued together and like it had to look a certain way. And then there was like people who were influenced by guys who maybe didn't have that style, but they fucking charged it and they still landed. Like, and then they would have the arguments or whatever, but in the magazine, like the magazine, it's like skiing's always been about style. But maybe there's like, you watch an edit of skiing where people are like, no, fuck that, I hate Powder Magazine. Like they, I had just read an article and been like, well yeah, maybe like rollerblading's like been all about style. But it is true, like Chris Edwards. I would be so happy to do something and like that. And you just jump fucking 98 feet. <laughs> And you're di you are disregarding it because you you like baby legged in the air. Yeah, in the it's cool world. if you you jumped ninety eight feet. It's a long and time your, to your hold feet. a fucking grab. Look at a fucking look at a long up. jumper. They're not gonna grab their feet. They're like bicycling in the air because it makes them go further. Like, I mean, just to like discredit really yourself and like it's really unfortunate. You just did something awesome. At least like uh, like like. Put it on for the stadium of people. Yeah. Like, be, you know. So what, all I all I think is like that a huge crowd. Yeah, yeah. There was it. a big stadium. Trying to get it here. And I just think, okay, if Chris Edwards had done that, if fucking Chris Edwards had done that, he would have 
he would have been stoked and he would have like pumped up the crowd and he would have like he would have been a performer he would have yeah. gotten people really excited and stoked on rollerblading but like the the people at the top of our game of rollerblading are are fucking it's too influenced by the shitty like culture of rollerblading that's this really narrow-minded like ugly kind of like disregard like oh uh, like building up these fake standards and like it's I mean, just if you're like i can understand like i mean the expectations for something like chris Halfy to do if he was to do it like really sloppy and everything which sucks this sucks that i'm saying this but i mean if he was to do it and flail the whole time but stomp it i guarantee that people would be like wow yeah that's pretty cool that he did it but i can't believe he did it like that badly yeah of course which is just but it's sad it's but. sad that he would be a victim of those stupid little fucking kids who would criticize someone jumping 98 feet we don't know if it's 98 feet i don't that's know what I've been trying to but work. it's pretty fucking far like <laughs> it was the long it was the biggest jump ever on blades right Oh yeah, he flew out his feet. So what? Have you jumped that far? Shut the fuck up, okay? <laughs> when I do ten feet, I'm like, isn't shit. that the classic? That's the classic online argument. Hey, hey, why don't you make an edit and show me that you can do better? <laughs> but, yeah, why don't you jump ninety-eight feet and hold a fucking mute grab the whole time? That's then what I'll I mean. Like, as up. if he can. Good be, luck. Like, do you know how hard it would be to hold a mute grab and stay straight in the air for ninety-eight fucking and, feet? And would it be that much better? I mean, yeah, like, no. who cares? Like, like, what the... I'd rather oh see him be like, oh, fuck, grab, and then, you know, halfway through, go like, oh, shit, I gotta try and get ready for the lane. I don't want to see him mute through the whole air just perfectly. Well, I'd rather, see, like, I'd rather f see some flail. Like, yeah. I'd rather see an imperfect landing. Like, it, it shows how difficult it is. It just, like, if it's sketchy, it makes it more exciting. It's, it's like, just really rollbladers just want to be all like perfect and they're t just so taken by this modern bullshit and in like they have this inferiority complex where they need to be 30 so meters awesome 30 meters how many feet is that that's a lot that's like there's three about three p feet in a meter so that's like 90 90 feet, like three and a half feet in a meter it's yeah. about 98 feet you were right it's just really unfortunate that he obviously looks down upon himself when he's such a good roller but like why can't you just celebrate back, that moment sit and back and enjoy what you just like, accomplished it was the crowd was just like oh my god he jumped it he landed it and he was he was like no like no it, it showed you like know? an interview afterwards and he was like embarrassed like or yeah down well no you could see him after he landed it he was yeah. like no he no. was disappointed in himself. Well, that's Chris that, Happy, but, though. But, like, Chris, Chris Happy does have... That's rollerblading. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, that's a... That's rollerblading in that a could be fucking a huge, nutshell yeah, right there. a huge metaphor for how ridiculous it's Be ashamed of being human. But, I mean, that also that right takes... There, that takes into place of, it's like, things where it's, like... If I... Okay, say, I'm, I'm a person that's more about doing something stylish than doing, like, say, some fucking crazy technical trick... And doing it shitty i'm more about like doing a really solid trick and landing it perfectly spinning into it perfectly doing whatever like like being on that grind air whatever in the air perfectly the whole time and i mean if i land something and something's wrong with my landing that i don't like i don't want that to like represent what i just did like i'd rather do another one and do it perfectly 
So, I mean, he's just an obvious, like, perfectionist, but it sucks the fact that there's a huge crowd backing him and he can't just for the sake of entertaining these people go, you know, what I just did was pretty fucking cool. Maybe, yeah, maybe I that was... You know, it's worth celebrating. I, I, like, he just jumped so far. Yeah, I think he got are. desensitized because he had done it, and then he kept getting them to push the ramp back, and then he had landed some clean ones. And you should see the setup, Matt. It was a pull. It was, like, in a... How do you even judge how hard you're going to jump off of a ramp when you have to jump that far? That, that's, like, that's it's something so that you can't explain to people, too. hey? When you're like, hey, this fun box is really big, so how do you gap it? And it's like, how hard do you jump? And you can't really explain to them, like, well, because, I mean, I've always thought of this, like... It's physics. If you were going to, you know, when you're... Say the long box at the skate park there, like the really long one. I hate that. I thing. have to you fucking can. jump pretty hard to gap it. Yeah, me too. But, but I mean... Todd, and Todd floats over it. No, it's fine. It's like, it, you know, if you have enough speed, you're going to do it easily. But if you were to jump as hard as you could... <laughs> no, it's so dangerous gonna, if yeah, you Yeah, but way. I mean, it's... How do you say that to somebody, like... How I have to jump, jump really hard to gap this thing. And you do, but if you wanted to be like, I'm going to fucking gap over this whole thing, <laughs> you could easily just jump as hard as you could and just gap the whole thing and land flat. <laughs> but, I mean, how do you judge jumping from, you know, a, f a fun box like that, you know, d using a little bit of your physics, like jumping, using your legs, to a fucking 98-foot jump where you're just like... God damn, bend down and just jump as far as you can. Like, how do you well, judge yeah, they how did much prep? So they did ramp testing. So he got, I think he got flown to France or I'm But does sure. he even jump or does he just roll off? Um, That's what I mean. The, like, you gotta, the setup was so sketchy. It was indoors. It was in a stadium and it was a pull rope controlled by someone else that you had to like crouch down like a wakeboarding. <laughs> some dude high on cocaine rope. in the sand. Yeah, like, like some <laughs> Frenchie being like, ah, look at this motherfucker. But he had tested the ramp not into a down ramp he there was like the footage of him testing it was a huge it was like the ramp was like 12 feet high or something it was like as high as a vert ramp with a huge lip on it massive. and the te all he did for testing was he flew as far as he could into a massive airbag and then finally when he went to do the world record it was a he got skitched on a car originally out outdoors into an airbag and then for the world record he was in a fucking stadium getting towed by a rope into a ramp that had like a sharp Merry Christmas bitch <laughs> a sharp like incline with like a it didn't go smooth it went like down like a lot of people ate shit and then guess what no quarter pipe it was like what, you like slam 15 into a feet mat? into a mat against the wall you of the slam stadium into a big after you landed your shit. Yeah. So what, he landed and then he was like... He just slammed boom, into instantly a into a mat? Yeah. <laughs> after getting pulled on a <laughs> rope that someone else... What was the point of this? It was to beat Tag Chris's world... Or it was... What um, did yeah. he do? It was for Air Feist Long or whatever. Jump. Yeah. It was like, they did, they did a show. It was like Frankie and Aragon and some other dudes and... They did a show and they did some pretty sweet shit, but apparently, like everyone thought the setup Chris was super took sketchy. To the offer, and he delivered. Well, I wonder how much he got paid for doing that. Oh, who knows? Probably two grand. Probably <laughs> fucking two grand. I'd do a fucking two grand. <laughs> two grand a month, or <laughs> is that how much you made just like riding and shit? I can't remember. Three three G's a month, three? just like riding and shit. Just riding and shit. Months wait. Remember, when people would watch your park killer section and be like, "He's good at skating, but he's so cocky." <laughs> Just people believed that your interview. Yo, what's up? What's up? Sponsored by Fox. 
Vietnamese. And if anybody <laughs> Spon- knew you, sponsored up the yin yang yo, just making like three G's a month, just like riding shit. And you had like the the classic like the sideways hat, and people fucking thought you were being serious. That's how <laughs> dumb people are. Yeah. Sponsored up the yin yang yo. That whole thing was like inspired by the hat. Just the hat I know that's I put that hat on and I just became oh, like, co- like wearing the wearing something is just it'll change yeah props but, man fucking props are so I love awesome. that shot of you wearing that weird hat and sunglasses <laughs> and then there's a cigarette lit in the background and you're talking and it's just quiet I love that that is a good shot and it looks like you're being really like rude or like fucking <laughs> serious and you're just like, listen to me, and it's like your stupid hat and your crazy glasses. <laughs> I Didn't we, kept, we kept calling you Bono that day. Bono. Chris Haffey, world record. Matt, I think I'm going to be able to finally pull something up here. Jeez. Jeez. Okay, here we go. Wait, you know what it was a really good clip? What? When you guys had the Wisers. Oh, yeah. Haffey. That's what we should have done today, is just bring coffee? a Mickey to the skate park and put it in our coffee. And, uh... Kay. Okay, so we're about to watch this amazing world record. I don't know if this is the right edit, but you'll get an idea of what oh, the setup was like. squeegee. And he's, like, talking to himself. So I don't, I don't deserve this shit. He might die. Two, three Gs, bitch. Three I never, Gs. I never did anything to deserve this shit. And the watch. Everyone's fucking stoked as fuck. No. Flailed. No. Oh, I, I'm defeated. That was like, one race, though. So the last two is where he, I think he washed out. But did you see, if you just go back here, you just go back here and see the down, like see the ramp, how it's gradual, and then it just, boom, like see how sharp that goes into the ground? Yeah. Sharp into the ground and just straight into an airbag. Even if you, even if you did have it clean, like the wash. he was in the air, you'd be thinking about how you would have to take that ramp. If the ramp was more smooth and there was no airbag or whatever, like just a nice, Sweet I wonder. I wonder if on. that was before or after that uh, Roman guy just got so fucked. Oh up. yeah, and there was, was that a guy after who, that? who tried a flat spin seven nine. or something like that, yeah. or nine, and just landed to the flat. Like really got that, fucked up. No, it was when the ramp was closer. It wasn't on that gap, but like the ramp was closer, and he got towed too fast. For like, like the air fight show, the they had flat. it like probably like the gap was. 20 feet or something like that. It wasn't... Imagine overshooting that. He overshot like it and hit the ground. He hit the flat. Oh, my God. While, while spinning in the air and thinking that there was going to be an incline and just landed on the flat. Like, <laughs> Imagine finally being, like, spinning and looking. There's my landing. And being so far away from it and just going, like, oh, fuck. If he, if he is fucked up forever, is, was it worth it? Oh, for sure, oh, man. Yeah. Fuck, he's yeah. probably There was a stadium full of people, and he was representing role betting. Man, he's... He's probably making good money too. <laughs> Sponsors will take care of him it's with the, the most insurance. retarded, like the the insurance. They'll pay for his insurance, right? Isn't it right? No, <laughs> no. Oh, that's right. It's rollerblading. Fuck. It's really sad. It's really sad. <laughs> it is actually really sad. It's such a depressing thing. 
The more I think about it, the less I like it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like doing it, but I don't like reading about it or knowing about it <laughs> at all. I like skating with you and my friends. That's it. I am not going to go. That's all anyone should that's, enjoy. I'm not going to go activity, out of my way to fucking the, go and read something the about The feeling something. that they get from doing it. Like today, I had such an awesome time skating. That's it. That is rollerblading. When you, the intrinsic kind of vibe that you get high off of skating and it doesn't happen all the time. But when you do, that's what, that's what's awesome about skating not like how awesome the sport in general is not how awesome the pros are it's just how you experience that activity that's it that's the whole thing do you think that if we were to like just pull some random rollerbladers out of a hat and we were like bring them into this situation and like how upset that they would be at our thoughts about the our sport that we love but we love to fucking say really negative things about it it's how realistic is that it is be? realistic i know i know we but don't think about like dick. we don't think about some kid that's just like i just love to roll but maybe one day i'll be pro and i'll make all that money and we're <laughs> just sitting here like you know man you gotta be realistic about these things like, and, and he's sitting here like the kid wouldn't say a thing yeah well this is the, the thing face and okay like do you think there's quite a few people out there that actually i'm sure there is I mean, a certain age group that think more realistically about something. Well, and like, like the, the Chris Happy thing brings up a really good point. Chris Happy could listen to this and shake his fucking head too. But like, in the Jacob interview, he, he and, and Louis had a Facebook post or whatever. Like, that guy carries the sports weight on his fucking shoulders. Like, everybody is like, oh no, just wait until you see a Chris Happy section. Wait, Matt, if you see Chris Haffey, you're going to, like, if you don't like rollerblading, you just have to see Chris Haffey. Yeah. You just have to see Chris Haffey. Poor Chris Haffey's like, like, I'm good at skating, but, like, I can only do so much. Like, I've yeah. put out how many good sections. Rollerblading's not getting bigger from me being good at skating, guys. Like, come on. Like, yeah. if, if there is a kid that wants to be pro... Watch Chris Haffey and look at some of the crazy shit that he's done. Has rollerblading blown up based on Chris Haffey having a good section? Yeah. No, it doesn't matter that much in the end. No, like it's funny if you were to be like, if you wanted to show like the craziness of like rollerblading, you always have like there's there's such key sections that I've shown. Like if people want to see big things that they'll understand and be able to like see and like um, understand easily. I always show like say like four by four Chris Haffey. And do they get impressed though? Yeah. They do? Fucking yeah, man. They're, I'm like, look how high that rail is and like there's that one where he misfits it and threes out and it's like nipple height. Or like I'm the sure, huge gaps that he I'm does. sure they might get impressed, but are they they're like They're not gonna oh, start I wanna get a pair of skates and I wanna no, no, do no, that. No, 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 they're no. They're not gonna start rollerblading. They don't wanna do I'm not that. doing it because yeah. I want them to start rollerblading. I'm I'm showing them because, I mean, a lot of the time I hear, like, rollerblading, well, that's not very impressive, and it's like, well, clearly you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, because it gets pretty crazy. Yeah, it does. And then they're like, yeah, like, what have they done? And then it's like, okay, well, and, you know, there's super stereotypical things that you can show them. Like, you just show them a Chris Haffey section or an Eric Perquette section, and they'll be like, holy shit, like, these guys do huge things. 
And I mean, there's just like the two fucking people that you can always rely on for like impressing people is Eric Burkett and Chris Happy. If oh, you yeah. want to just show huge gaps and like ridiculous stunts on what about rails. Carlos, Carlos Pianowski. Yeah. You heard He's, of that guy? Yeah. Hardcore where where is he now? <laughs> fucking where is he now? Killing it. Yeah. He's, where? He's in where? Brazil. Oh, fuck. He's getting ready to break Chris Happy's world record. He's going to oh, do it with a grab, too. He's coming yep. back. Yeah, for He'll sure. With a back For sure, he's coming back. He's coming back hard. No, he's not. He can't compete. He's passe. But, like, Quattro's over. <laughs> Quattro's <true>. over. <laughs> Been over for a long time. He's got no chance. No chance. I don't know. It's just weird. It's, uh... I You know what I just sucks about roller winning? Is I... I like it to do it and I hate discussing it because it's such a fucking yeah it's it's really upsetting yeah because there's too many fucking idiots in it and everybody's trying so hard to make it seem like it's something that's got some like big meaning behind it and that it's you know something different from skateboard like it's always competing with skateboarding yeah. it's always and I mean unfair comparison yeah it is unfair yeah. it is unfair it's this, it's this big church and yeah. it's and it's trying to it's trying to say that it's better than everything when it it's it's not it's just another thing it's just another option it's just another activity that people some people can enjoy and some people can draw a lot of positivity from it's not for everyone not everyone people is don't gonna get into yeah. fucking rollerblading people don't realize how technical rollerblading actually is like if you were to get in is that a good one well there's just a lot of socks on the bed between you guys and a bunch of beer <laughs> yeah. <a> little tv <laughs> <laughs> you know what we should do i don't know if i can finish the sock shock video we should change locations or should we should we do another sequence but go ahead I don't, you're no, okay i'm yeah. done i'm done with um well not done i'm just i'm not going to finish what i was saying I was probably going to get nowhere anyway. What I was going to say about, like, I've said it on a podcast before, like, <laughs> I don't want to get into the argument about what's easier or harder, but, like, some of the, like, you go to a skate park and people are really good at controlling a skateboard. It's very fucking difficult and it's very impressive. And it's, like, skateboarding, if you were to try and compare it in a very traditional sense, Skateboarding is better than rollerblading in a lot of ways and in the ways that we skate parks and ramps and bowls and things like that. But there's something about rollerblading that's very hard to translate when you see someone hit like a full speed topsole or something like that. And there's something about the way that they hold their body and the way that it looks on camera that like you can't it's it's you can't compare the two because the one is like if you see a badass rollerblading section there's just something so distinct that you can't get from a skateboarding section it's impressive to watch BMX and skateboarding but like seeing someone do like a fucking i don't know like montre the he in the nymph video or whatever when he alley-oop soles off of that bench and does that like it's like a 13 foot like what like crazy leg 360 to a huge drop that's like 
I look at that and I'm like, that's fucking rollerblading, like wild style alley-oop soul off of a bench. And he just dropped like 13 feet, like, or a Frankie Morales section. It's like, you're not going to watch a skateboarding and BMXing section and be like, yeah, this is fucking sick, but this dude is just like copying Frankie Morales. Mm-hmm. Or, or you watch a Frankie Morales section and be like, yeah, this is sick, but this dude is just copying. Like, you watch Frankie Morales do one of those like wild style like double grab whereas one leg's leaning down but he's like, grabbing that one or like he hangs he does a 540 and he like hangs one leg back it's a safety grab buddy other. just yeah and like you're not gonna look at that and be like yeah i've seen that before in another sport like that yeah. is just so there's like the, things that the are so possibility dis- for distinct styles style. to come out of that for for humans for a human being to become like a distinct style that nobody is capable of copying like frankie morales nobody can copy no that style oh god nobody He's in the so fucking good. planet can imitate well, there's frankie people morales. who try there's people who try there's people who try but i mean like i've seen but they people can't that, they can people, try i've seen people that try to do other styles and like copy other skaters that pull it off and an easy one to copy, it seems to be, obviously, it would be, like, the Chris Farmer, like, the Landings and oh, all Oh, you know who's the worst? Shit. Alex Broskow, man. You yeah. don't even want to yeah. know what... Alex well, I mean Broskow. that, but I'm Everyone's thinking the most distinctive one that I've seen... Like, obviously, I'm a little bit back on my history here, but I, like, I saw when Jettos came out, it was Chris Farmer. Everybody was jockeying his fucking style so hard. But, I mean, I've... You know what? Uh, Morales has, like such a yeah I, i've never seen anybody able to you know obviously some people try and recreate his style like, but they're oh, never gonna like frankie morales that no. guy has they're never gonna out that, but like, the, he he it's like when i watch richie skate it's like a different style of frankie where it's like they've figured out some way to like they know where to put your foot when you land here like latimer you watch latimer skate it's like they're so good at skating that they've broken it down into some kind of like they have such a great it's like it's not they're wearing skates and they're controlling the skates it's like the it's just all one thing or whatever like when we go out skating it still feels like we have skates and we're trying to like have a relationship with them but the people who are the best frankie morales like that guy the roll the wheels are attached to his feet and he can do whatever the fuck he wants latimer richie's done it on like a different level but like latimer you watch like some of his old sections. He did. He could do whatever the fuck he wanted. I had like, a really crazy dream about Dustin Latimer. I've had a, I've day. had a couple. Du- was, I've seen some like Dustin Latimer sections in my dreams, which I wish I. That's could, what like, it was. It, that's what it was. I was watching, like, it was like a highlight reel of like Latimer's best clips, and it was all like really, really slow. And there was one where the the only thing that I can remember from the dream was when he fucking. He went up to this nice like down ledge and he just zero spin fish brained it like so perfectly. And I remember in the dream I was watching it with Kapetsky and I was just like, like look at this. He did this like <laughs> fucking so long ago and look how good he was at it. Like and I was thinking in my dream, like, okay, I'm watching older footage of Latimer, but it's still relevant today standards. Like That's, like the guy's yeah. style is just he he was fucking good. He was really, really good. Yeah, I had a Latimer dream where, okay, you know the the legend leading the blind that Shima does, like, the drag leg fish brain, and it's, like, it's got, like, light kinks on it or whatever? Yeah. It was, uh, it was footage of him, like, skating, he was going full speed, and he just did the nicest, 
grabbed back torque down like balance, but he was going so fast that the kinks didn't look like he was absorbing them. He was like floating in the air and the kinks were lightly going. And then after he did it, he did like a flat ground fakie five after doing the trick where he must have floated like 10 feet. And then the, he did this fakie five at the end of the section. It was like, you know, the words where he does the rocket three after the sketch. It was a fakie five, but he went like twice as far. Oh he was in shadows with mooks. <laughs> and I woke up from that dream. I'm like, I'm going to get shadows with mooks and I'm going to get really good at back torques. And then I like, you have that feeling like you have those dreams where like your girlfriend's mad at you or you're mad at your girlfriend. Like you'll never guess what you did in the dream. Or, like, <laughs> I had a dream last night and you weren't in that. It was like, I had seen this you, section. You dream it cheater. existed. And then as, as, as soon as I woke up, I was like, this section exists. Like, I need to see the section again. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, those dreams <laughs> are, I'm rich. I'm rich. Oh, I had this dream where I like won all this money. Oh, shit. This is a dream. That's right. So it's like my favorite section that I've ever seen. Yeah. But it was. And yeah. then that brings it back for me, like, if I believed in Santa Claus until grade six, like, maybe I can just try and remember that section and be like, You believed no, in man. Latimer until you were 29? Like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. Seeing a, I believed in a Latimer section that didn't exist until I was 29. You met Dustin Latimer. You hung out with him. I guess you can't talk about it too much, but... yeah. Why not? <laughs> what? Well, what would I say? That picture, that picture is really funny of like Casey McFarland or whatever vomited out the side of the car and it's you and Damien Wilson. <laughs> yeah. You told thing. me, you're like, Damien Wilson is one of those guys that will just like pick a fight and what, like will stick to his guns no matter what. You were telling me that he's just like, he's a really nice guy. But if there was like some sort of form of shit going down, that he would be like the first guy involved and like ready to deal with it. I think that's. I'm pretty sure I remember you telling me something like that. Is that true? Or are you just gonna slightly giggle under your breath? Are we gonna have a laugh attack right now? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> Are you alright? Yeah. Are you alright? Really alright. Okay, me too. Yeah. Really Are all we right. cool? No. Are we okay? Hey, man. We're cool. Is he cool? Is he cool? Is this guy cool? Hey, man, you ever have your shit? But Damien Wilson's another, another person that, like, there wouldn't there wouldn't be another person who you would watch and be like, oh, is that is that Damien Wilson? That's Damien Wilson. No, Damien like, Wilson. No one can imitate that. Actually, no one can imitate that. Would Damien Wilson's style exist if it wasn't for Dustin Latimer, though? Yeah. Well, Damien Wilson's style wouldn't exist if it wasn't for a lot of people who he grew up idolizing. Yeah, right? that's true. So everyone who was skating like in the mid 90s like Latimer and Josh Petty obvious like he obviously took influence from all of those people everyone takes influence from from people and becomes who they are like 
they they start as a grom imitating those people and then but then eventually become anyone who who they are but what i'm trying to say is that like about like more than any other sport like rollerblading oh, yeah. distinctly has the opportunity for you to become like your own entity that nobody can like people can take influence from and people can try to copy but like the Frankie Moraleses, the Chris Farmers, the Damian Wilsons, the Dominic Segones, oh, yeah, so the Josh Petties, the even like Nick Riggle, Andy Cruz, oh, yeah. Christian Rodriguez. <laughs> oh, Christian Rodriguez. Like did there's you, so many people. Did we talk about this on the... Okay, you go. Even Randy Spicer. I mean, people... Louis Zamora. Louis Zamora? Nobody, yeah. nobody can copy Louis Zamora. You can become such a distinct entity oh, man. on rollerblades. There's there's no other sport like that. I mean, like skateboarding, snowboarding, skiing. The, dis, the styles aren't that distinct. I mean, they are distinct, but not as... I'm, I'm serious, like, not as distinct as the rollerblading styles. Like, it's just not there like there's really good skateboarders you know you got your andrew reynolds i couldn't tell their silhouettes but yeah yeah though. if you were to look at their silhouettes Unless it's not it was like as strong if you were like yeah if you and maybe that's what it is maybe i'm just not like a skateboard nerd maybe i'm just a rollerblading nerd and i notice the styles but i just i i i look at a lot of skateboarding like, i look at a lot of bmxing like football players or hockey players do you think you could tell people's like styles apart if they were silhouettes Maybe, yeah. maybe if you were hardcore into it, but I don't think, I don't think it would be as, as distinct, as obvious That's as because Robin. I feel like, like it's so distinct, like, it, you like have the way that people do things. The reason, like, your whole silhouette idea is a pretty good example of, like, making the fact that rollerblading is more distinctive when you see it, like, you're capable of making yourself look more like you know it's when a person does a trick they have much more freedom than say somebody like you know bmxing or skateboarding and you can put your body in so many different positions to make it look like that's you skating right so i mean when somebody's doing like something very stylish is there i got hair on me i got fuzz on me i don't think so i do you have a full-blown mustache yeah it's maybe it's my mustache but i totally agree with you on the silhouette thing like if you were to watch Frankie Morales skate and it was like, say that person was blacked out, but he was doing you one of those know. tricks, you would know. But I feel that with the ability, like with the fact that you have two skates on your feet and you have so much freedom, like to move around and l make that, you know, there's people that can do soul grinds and, you know, you can make it look like a just regular soul grind, but you can put your body in so many different positions to make it you know not it's like, them. yeah, that you could it's just so do a soul grind. It's expressive. By, it's yeah, yeah. so expressive. That's what I mean. Like I, that's you what guys always dancing. So you guys always used people. Yeah, people aren't. You guys always used to people don't to like that, and it actually people is so much like, like dancing. Because well, I mean, it's so funny there's that, like, people. Everybody can fucking dance. Well, it, and like I mean, but there's people that are really, really good at dancing, and I mean. Yeah. That's what it is. It, rollerblading is completely dancing. Just it is. with the fucking form of like yeah. some weird it's ass dancing. plastic on your feet. Yeah. And people are uncomfortable with dancing. Like there's people a lot of dudes out there that don't like I mean, dudes think about dancing. When girlfriends watch those so you think you can dance shows all the time and it's like it's okay to be like a like a built street dancer that's really good like you that's okay. Yeah. Think Put about when on 
fucking gay. Yeah. Think it, about when you hold a certain grind. Like, say you're doing like a really nice topsail, and you're doing a long one. But you're in a stance that's like, you're not moving, but you're stuck in that situation. That's what I said. And it's just like, you that's know what, that looks, that looks fucking good. That looks good. And it's a, it's pretty much a form of just like, okay, this guy's dancing, but he's taking a break and like pausing or like posing, I would holding, say. Yeah. Oh man. And just holding it and like looking fucking awesome. Oh, that's like, what, it's a complete, that's yeah. what it is. I don't know if you just took that from me, but that's like. What I think of is like the silhouette of like a nice fast no, grind or whatever is like it just look like you can't get into this position like a nice not too crouched not too stand up topsoil yeah. with however you put your arms and however you put your knee and your front foot that is a cool looking yeah. like comic and book it's something that no one exactly. no, no normal human would that's get into that position like, yeah. in any other sport that's why I'm saying it's so sweet because when you go and do something like that. And like you get, especially you feel it too when you're doing that trick oh, and man. you get locked in and you're in that position and you're like, you fucking know that that trick is so, feeling and yeah. looking so good. <laughs> and you're just like, I mean, that's, that's the beauty of it. Cause yeah. I mean, you're locked in that position and it, I find it as a form of like, you know, dancing or art because you're lot, you put your body in this weird position that is not used yeah. to doing, but you're locked in it. And you're Hello? posing the whole time. I know it says do not disturb. Oh, does it? It's got a cowboy hat on the doorknob. The oh, out. she the, is. The leather jacket's oh, on. Oh. Can I got my leather jacket on the jacket. Oh, you guys are heading out? I am. I gotta be up at six. Oh, really? Yeah, I gotta work tomorrow. Is that why you oh. only drank a gallon of wine tonight? Though? I didn't drink a gallon. I quit. I can't. Oh my god. Is that what you guys have We didn't. No, no uh, this no, was actually. already here before we left. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're actually. This is what Lacey enjoys your mommy's looks like. Yeah. You just actually became a part of a, a global thing right now. You're on the podcast. <laughs> Say hi. Oh, you want to do the podcast? Oh, that's nice. Good to see you. Yes. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Nice seeing you. Good. Nice Good surprise. Good you. <laughs> yeah. Have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Bye, Matt. It was nice meeting yes, you again. Too. Have a good night, guys. You Peace. too. Bye. Um, Fuck, that, that was awkward, you, guys. <laughs> I should. I always forget. I should say that someone's not like we're not recording. Don't worry about it. And then ask them something like, so, do you what do you like? No, she like Lindsay would have been awesome, an awesome guest. Like, what do you remember about like she is in a very distinct era? Like, we, yeah, she hosted, she was mentioned like name dropping yeah. everybody. She hosted yeah. us. Why'd you fuck it up? <laughs> Because she, had to, she has to get up early, but she hosted us oh. in like Dana and Lindsay's place hosted us in Calgary to filming for many Yeah, I slept on their days. wooden floor and was tortured by their fucking cat had the worst sleep ever Remember like there is they posted the sign on the door attention pot smokers or whatever <laughs> Oh man They're the famous but what the fuck of Joel and Cirque du Soleil. That was at Dana's place. That was at Dana's? I caught, I caught it genuine. Yeah. I was filming in space for some reason and we all, we heard this like, it sounded like it was coming from the sink. Are you, hey. 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 Um, how long are you going to be on your podcasting? <laughs> we not can, that, not no, that we can change rooms. But, do you want to play games with us? What game? I don't know. We don't know yet. What games? Games, games are fun. We thought that like a Christmas game would be fun. What Christmas games? We are don't there? know. Like there aren't really Christmas games. What are Christmas games? <laughs> we thought like a game 
we could play some sort of game all together. That'd be fun. Christmas trivia. Yeah. I like to play games. What what Christmas game? Well, there's probably not going to be a Christmas. What do I... Christmas game. <laughs> Would it be fuzz? So you got fuzz in your nose, too, man. Nose. There's fuzz everywhere. Oh, nose hair? Uh, Bad no, in the cave? Did you get... Boogie. Did you get... I got the boog. I got it. it. I got it. Thank you. Joey is never discreet when he picks his nose. I can see this guy from a mile away picking his nose. Well, do you see how there's like a lot of hair going on here? No, no, I don't see it. You've caught me picking my nose how many times? Lots. Really? Really? Yeah. I mean, this is the first time I've ever oh, said anything like about this? it. Like this? Like, do I do this? But you've watched you him pick boogies out of his nose? I've seen you do it too. But don't you Fuck find man. it like... No, I, I blow it out. I, I do this. the farmer blow. I do the I farmer see, blow like when I'm skating. I, like, I clean it out constantly. Let's talk about it though. Like, shit. doesn't everyone pick their nose? Yeah, it's clean of course. House. It feels I mean, great. I get it, I get it from my dad, but if one of my best friends did it too, then I must do it at really inappropriate times. Yeah, just... Oh, that's great. I love what? giving a no good nose pick after work. You know, I'm just kidding. In. Oh, it feels well, so like, good when, you, when it's building up for a couple of days work, and you, you, have some, you pull like, out some nuggets. Dust, like, it feels good. And then Vancouver. suddenly you can Why are you like, acting so much all awkward better? when you just said, yeah, doesn't everybody pick their nose and we get into detail? No, I was your... listening to Todd. I was like, yeah, we do. We have nuggets, but that sucks for a girl to Vancouver admit it. But I was, I was admitting it and then I realized I admitted it. And I was like, oh, I just admitted this to Todd and I don't really that's know okay. him that well. It's pleasurable. It's pleasurable to like pull Every, it out. But that's the thing. And when it's a big long string, it. It, it feels good. They're lying if they say, if a, gr a woman, a girl says, I do not pick my nose. I don't fart, I don't do any of that. Okay. Girls don't Secret. Fart. It can be a secret. Don't say you don't do it. Don't have to do it in this front one. of anyone. And if you don't do it, then you're probably not breathing very and well out of your nose. But you don't have to do it in front of anyone, but just but do it in private. Do it. You gotta do it. And enjoy it. I found that living in Vancouver, I got boogers like you would not believe from That's all the construction dust place. in the well, there's place, so yeah. much floating in the air there that if you're outside for an extended period of time. Think about all those humans breathing that same air and coughing and all the construction and all Are the you from Vancouver? You're in, no. Where are you from? I'm from here. Yeah. Oh, you are? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you don't live. I used to live here. I know. Yeah. I'm You're just saying. You're in Vancouver now though, right? Oh, yeah. I can um, imagine. Uh, I met the your band member that works Prano. It was your birthday that I met because he came really briefly. What's his name? Mark. Mark. I met Marie. Mark who works at Prano. You know Mark? Yeah, he's in my band. Wow, crazy. Mark what? was like my boyfriend's him? best friend. Who's your boyfriend? Corey, Corey? Really? <laughs> That's crazy. That's fucking weird. There we go. Hey, listen to this. <laughs> now we're friends. Did you see how it just went I from love like, that shit. No, listen to fucking this. I tried to get Corey to come, but he was too busy. He was going to a party at... How do you know th <laughs> these people then? What do you mean? Uh... Oh, I didn't mean it offensively. You I didn't. I know you take didn't. Take it like that. I didn't. I didn't take it like that. I thought you listened downstairs. <laughs> no, I didn't really. I'm so not meaning to be like that. Well, you you're doing a good job of not meaning. Shut up. <laughs> okay. So. Um. So. Are you fresh? Lacey and I went to school together. Okay. And then we moved in together and we lived oh, yeah. together. Yeah, I lived right. here for like a year and then we all were like whoa this is fucking creepy how good of friends we can be because we're all so like 
and then then Joey came into our lives and Corey came into my life and we're like whoa the degrees and of separation are short so between you know Corey every, even between Joey? even between yeah from Dana this is to weird. Ray so to wait Lindsay this to I hope this doesn't sound rude like, but I'm sorry you're it's all sh like Corey is my age minor and you're Joey and I'm older Lacey's age yeah I'm older so That's Corey what I younger. wanted to say in the first place, but I thought that that would probably not be a good idea. No, I don't care. He is younger. But he's a he's a study. He's like a young buck. He's a good looking buck. He's a good looking buck. He has successful young buck. Corey's awesome. He's got quite the chest hair, that man. Yes. <laughs> we were talking about his chest hair downstairs. Because we he's Italian. Like, he what's his chest What's hair. his dad's name? Castante. Castante what? Castante. Say his full name. Full Mugato. name. Castante. So, all in all, podcast is done. We just forgot to record a large stretch because it got more personal. Names were being dropped. Yeah. But we were just talking about... Some, the, the thing is that some people aren't comfortable with their words being listened to by like 300 people i don't even or maybe 126 many. people people, <laughs> people aren't comfortable with that level of exposure you know the how to be a popular podcast like we got like 126 subscribers like it's serious we do i don't know what <laughs> no. is that true who knows have you been hiding this number the whole time i don't know how do you know you don't know who i just threw who, who knows who i don't know anything oh no, I, I don't. I don't, I don't really want to know. But when people come into this room and they say, "Hey, what's that?" Hey, and they what? see a high-tech recording device, oh, and we say, um, "We're recording a podcast at this moment." Oh, what's a podcast? Well, we we publish it online, and about like you know, like 80, 80 people, maybe hundred, maybe 200, maybe two million, maybe a couple thousand. They might listen to it, but it's on the internet. They don't feel comfortable with that. And then they go, oh, Do you know okay. what I think, though? I think there is going to be no internet. I think everything we're going to do is going to be broadcasted all the time. Yep. And everything that we think everything's going to be accessible everything to everyone at think, any everyone's moment. Everyone's going to know. So there's going to be privacy, no truth or lies. No more privacy. Everyone's going to fucking know everything. No more privacy. Just a big pot of boiling soup that you can dive into or you can kill yourself. <laughs> That's it. That's a really good option. Killing yourself? Dive into a hot boiling of soup or kill yourself. I want to dive into the soup, man. There's chicken and sausage. Maybe and it's a little bit of celery Maybe there's in there. Corn. It's spicy. Let's dive in. Holy let's let's embrace this thing. Or, or kill yourself. Or kill yourself. Or Isn't that one of those pathetic crazy, like... emo piece of shit? <laughs> I never really thought I'd ever hear Todd say something like that, but I guess I did, and that's all right. I just... Are you okay, man? Is there something you want to say? Yeah. No, I think that was a I think really you just said thing. it. I, just, I think I you just, just said it all. No, I dis suicide. I dis suicide. That's it. That's positive, right? Whoa. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 
Hi guys, how are you doing? Oh, there's a pile of socks on the bed. That's yep. not fun. Yeah, Pico in let there. Me, let me, let me, let me, let me. Pico in there. This is how old men wear their toques, eh? Like this. It says it's got big a Toronto sick. Maple Leafs logo on it. We didn't move, we just sat on it. Yeah, oh, it actually there. made for a really funny picture when I, there was the beer cans and just us. Sitting in a pile of foot containers. In our bedroom. Good, good work. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Big swig hook. Here she is. Joy! I just not <laughs> in it. <laughs> He's kidding. That's not, that's not your nickname? No. No. <laughs> little swig. I said it once on the trip. Swig. I said it once on the trip and it was... Is, That's the, not a good name. The thing is, <laughs> Don't though, call me the that thing name. is, if we go out and we are drinking and we're sharing a bucket, the thing is, this child likes to talk quite a bit. So he's talking. This guy? This well, guy doesn't like to. Yeah. He right. talks and I drink. I'm listening. Mm -hmm. And I'm drinking. And, and then you drink all I the beers. get drunk and then he's sober, but he feels great because he's told so many great stories. Well, the funniest yeah. part is I'm not that much of a talker. There's only people who are closer to me who know me as a talker. I'm not that much of a talker. You know me as a talker. I do. Know you know me, me as a You're a talker. Yeah. I'm a talker. Which is great. But I'm not. But I just get drunk. And then we made a rule because we realized there was a pattern of me getting drunk and he wasn't. So I was like, okay, when I drink, you have to drink. So then he drank as much as I did while he was talking and then he <laughs> wasted. And it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun being in that place. And then you didn't want to listen to him It's talk. funny because whenever I get together with him, it's just like, we just drink beers and, well, there's... It's probably an even amount of drinking a lot of beers. Yeah. Like last time we got together, we drank a lot of beers. Like, There's a lot of Some talking people are faster yeah, drinkers. Yeah, and lots of I, I think I'm a fast drinker. That's my problem, I think. I'm definitely falling into what? that category. Are you a slow drinker? No, I'm your quick. nickname can't I'm be done my, yeah. I'm almost done my shit. Yeah, that's a thing, right? Some people just drink faster. The person who didn't want the nickname Big Sweet Hook just said she was a fast drinker. <laughs> didn't you just Can technically you just say you're a fast drinker? <laughs> Okay, guilty. <laughs> I don't know. I can't help. Should we have a couple more beers? Yeah, you guys yeah. might have some more beers. Yeah, of course. We're gonna go devour your gingerbread house. Is what we're gonna do. No, it's gone. It's gone. It's been it's transported to a safe place. Don't worry. Oh man, gingerbread sucks. That was shit. smart, yeah, but I'm disappointed. You like gingerbread? I'm sober. I wanted I to come guess. light that gingerbread house. I'm sober. <laughs> no, you didn't wake me. No, I wasn't sleeping. No. <laughs> we should have a dance party downstairs. I For know. sure, let's I, do I it. Let's have some, a dance party. Like something to shake things up. Yeah, let's have a dance party. I'm pretty tired. Yeah, go downtown. No, I'm not tired. I'm just really ready to shake. Let's go to the Let's shake it. No, no, no. We don't let's have to go, go anywhere. We have everything we need right here. Yeah, yeah, let's I shake it. Meet, I have to meet some people at the Commodore. Joey. <laughs> That's not the way things work. <laughs> Vodka sodas, bro. Let's go. Vodka sodas. Let's go. I need to yeah. pick up at the Commodore. Smoke some cigarettes we and dance. We'll the, go get some blow. Cool we'll people. go have a good yeah. time. I'm gonna say hi. Make appearance. I don't need to see the cool people. I, I need to be seen by the cool people. Right. Yeah. That's exactly. You gotta know that, that you're still kicking it. That you're still out there. We out here. Did you guys do a podcast? Yeah. You just finished huh? it off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 